Welcome guys to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 81 and this is Altai joined this week by... Omer. Gumble. Matt. Shirelia. Boom, full house. All right, and this week, as always, there is something special to celebrate every week, all right? And this week, apparently today is National Miners Day. I guess to celebrate the dangerous work what? of the miners out there. Yeah, it's a thing. I googled hey. the holidays today, and it's Miners Day. I, honestly, I thought does you meant kids. To, to, does that extend to like gold Lollies? farmers? Yeah, of course. Gold farmers and MMOs. Oh, good point. Right? Farmers. I feel like that's an agricultural holiday, not necessarily a mining holiday. But I feel like well, imagine if you're a gold go farmer, you get the double celebrate because one, you used to be a miner, and now you're you're farming for gold, so you get to. You know, How about Bitcoin miners? Do they get to celebrate <laughs> on, um, on They, they should. But really, we, we can celebrate the lollies out there, right? We can celebrate the lollies out there. It's not the same kind of miner, but, you know, we'll take it. Fini right. Fini Fini oh, Fini says, first. How about data miners? Do they, do they get it too? <laughs> <laughs> the, the data miners? The date miners? According to South Korea, anyway. they might be going to jail, so we'll see. Yes. Oh and wow! Still we'll right? get to that though. We'll get to that. Let's right. let's start with the weekly raid. All right, right on point. All right, go week, ahead. Right, you got my link. I even put a little video there for you. This week we're a little more specific. Uh, this Saturday, Arcage is relaunching its big old update called 3.0 Revelation, and I do think they put the 3.0 in front of the name, which is kind of odd. Uh, the new update is a, is a pretty big deal for Arcage since its release. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new. Goodies, two new races, more environments, et cetera, et cetera. And they're also launching fresh start servers. Uh, the idea, I guess, is to grab back some veterans and, and try and um, create a fair experience in the eyes of, of players. Now, I've, I've heard from a lot of veterans, and they say they'll never go back. They feel like anything touched by Tryon is disgraceful. But I'm going to be playing. Uh, I've never played Arcage. I missed out. I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm pretty excited. So I want to ask the community and everyone here, who's... Is anyone going to be playing Arcage when Update 3.0 launches? Well, let's see. It's coming out on the 10th, you said, right? Yeah, that's Saturday. So do we have a Sunday fun day for the week after MapleStory planned? Y yes. I, I, we want to do Bless as well. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. The the Russian version of Bless we want to kind of we want to do ideally. Okay. But this will also be on the list, obviously, to do. And I actually do want to play it myself as well because I did play um for a while after the, after I did my first like video and I I think played like level thirty or so. I didn't play it too much, but I never really got to experience like the mid late game content. So I this will give me an excuse to come back and play it again. And even I, I read a lot of people complaining about all the pay to win stuff that you know it, it, whether it actually is pay to win or not. I know I think Matt kind of disagreed about the pay-to-win stuff before. I do feel like people do exaggerate a lot of the pay-to-win stuff. And even though, you know, even if it is minorly pay-to-win, it's not really going to affect you unless you really want to be competitive. And I feel like I'm not going to play Arc Age super competitively anyway. So any of that cash-up stuff, I don't think it will bother me regardless. So yeah, I just looking to give me a good excuse to come back and check it out again. Yeah, this definitely seems like one of those cases where, like, kind of like Black Desert, where you got like the top-end people complaining, but... Arcade seems like one of those games that just seems like a lot of fun if you just kind of play it casually. So, it's worth a shot. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be playing. Not because of any. I just, I just started Bless Russia after, and it's restarting because I was already playing uh, Bless Korea before that, but casually because I didn't want to get too invested based mm -hmm. on whether or not the Russian version was gonna. 
P block or not, but um, and I'm also playing Rift a lot more than I expected to be. Rift, so. wow. Yeah. yeah, I like Rift. This was fun. Rift was fun, but I'm just surprised you're playing it in 2016. I know, Aaron, you played Rift a while ago too. I mean, I you did. got pretty high level. Yeah, it was a fun game. It was um, it, it was just solid. It, it didn't seem gimmicky like a lot of Korean, uh, you know, MMORPGs. So yeah, it's not every Korean. Play the Chloromancer. That was like one of the coolest healing classes I've ever seen, and like nobody has really done something like that. Innovation in healing classes? Come on, impossible. <laughs> healing so class is supposed to be boring. All right, come on. No. It has to be boring. <laughs> All right, let's be real. The healer class in every MMORPG is like playing Diner Dash, all right? You see the little HP bars going down. You just like have to manage like how you cast your heals. It's so like, it's like almost like it's just a flash mini game. That's, that's it. That's that's the healer class in a nutshell in every game. I, I don't think that like Scholar is like that in Final Fantasy. I haven't played Scholar. I you know I've only played Black Mage so far in Final Fantasy. I don't You're know. You're playing I can't speak a white mage, mage well, uh... but like you, you gotta like you gotta block the damage before it comes in as a Scholar. You gotta know, you know. All right, all right. Okay, I, mean, I don't. I... I mean, I don't know how they actually balanced it, but like, I had a lot of fun the other day because Rift. We there was, you know, how they have the open world events in terms of rifts, and then they have the open world like ma massive epic quests where you have to run across the entire zone, close a bunch of rifts, destroy a bunch of footholds, kill a bunch of really difficult like uh, mobs, and then they have like a raid boss summon, mm -hmm. and this raid boss it leaves uh, eggs that you have to destroy, or they'll um end up spawning um, other mobs like ads and it places eggs a lot like a lot more than I expected right so we only had seven people in total working on this so imagine taking on an entire raid boss with an unbalanced group of seven people and having to kill literally dozens of ads at the same time <laughs> it was uh, hard uh, as fuck the entire real team talk. like twice <laughs> real talk Raid bosses and bosses in general are only hard because of those freaking ads, right? If there's ever one, it's, I feel like it's always easier to handle a, an encounter if it's just one enemy. The moment there's like a shit ton of ads, it, it always gets complex and like you have to organize who deals with the ads in what way. That's what makes like any encounter and like any boss difficult, dealing with the stupid ads. Never really the boss itself. If you get the boss by itself for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but yeah that's true. Ads. I don't know. Some of the bosses in Final Fantasy are just single tank and they have really neat mechanics. Also, Harpy, that Harpy Matt, you stream was really about, tough uh, in Rift. How, how, even though it's ages now, right? How cool do those like rifts look when they spawn and like you, you clear one when the big mob spawns? That was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've been having so much fun doing the rifts that I've actually done more rifts than I have quests in so total. Let me let me look what year again Rift actually came out. <laughs> Rift was uh, pretty quick to. Well, decently quick to embrace their free-to-play model, yeah, but like it, it kind of, you know, it did the whole like minor backpedal thing again, minor national minor day again, but with the with the latest expansion costing money, so it's this odd hybrid now of free-to-play with some buy-to-play mechanics. It's also um, it was fifty million dollars to develop. Yeah, apparently. I mean, it does show. It's a very, it's a very quality game. Like it, it really does play like us. Also, like you said, it used to be sub, so it doesn't. And that's what I mean by gimmicky. Like the cash shop came later, so it's not designed from the beginning with these like you know all these little cash shop gimmicks uh, in mind. Oh, so solid right. game. Back, 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 back to arcade for a minute. Right? Uh, I'm gonna check it out, right? But like I hate that the, like the marketing materials for arcade is like, or our game is like 
two hundred plus classes, but like they don't. They have like three class tree. Like they, you can have, you have three different like you know uh, skill like skill sets equipped at once, and they say like oh if you mix and match them, they're individual classes. Yeah, they got their own names and stuff too. But that's like such a cheesy way to advertise. Like oh we have like two hundred classes. Like no you don't. You have that's not how it works. That's not a class. It's, it's the same system as Rift, and Rift yeah, but, um, right. has different callings. It calls them and no. You have callings, which are your classes, and then you have purposes, which are each of the skill trees. So it calls them purposes, not classes. And they even have a different name from the main classes. Mm. But um, yeah, that, that's the exact same thing they did, and I thought it was kind of ironic considering they're actually two developers. <laughs> so, and they're expanding open world housing too in uh, in Arcade 3.0. I know, you know, anytime you have open world housing, it's always an issue with you know who gets the land, and it's always hardly no tightly fought after. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I think it's that's always the yeah. That's the thing that's deterring me more than the pay-to-win, right? The well, quote unquote pay-to-win. I don't, I don't want to cast any aspersions, uh, but anyways, um, I don't like housing is really important to me when I can actually get it, and it's really important that I actually am able to get it, and I don't want to get in there and go at my like casual pace that I'm probably going to be doing, you know, because. If I'm not going to be taking it seriously, if it's even the slightest bit pay to win, I'm, I'm going to be taking it casually, you know? And I just don't want to get to whatever point I could actually buy a house and find out that I can't buy a house. You know, it, th that's really but, depressing. But the open world housing, I feel like it makes the housing more meaningful like than games like uh, BDR or even like, um, what was it, Twin Saga? Yeah, I just, it was Twin uh, Saga as well. I don't so, like, get the impression that housing needs to be valuable. I mean, it's valuable in that it's a place that you can customize and make your own. I mean, it, that's the value in it. Having a real monetary value and in in-game like place that it exists. Um, but I, it I don't adds feel context. Like it has the same... being, being being an open world could add context to it and like cooler. Yeah, like I, it could, like, but it could also. But it just... does. Like for Final Fantasy, for example, is the most. I, I don't want to use old examples because I do like Star Wars Galaxy's persistent housing, and I love Ultima Line persistent persistent housing, right? Whereas Final Fantasy kind of has like a pseudo persistent housing system because it has like districts, and there's like 80 versions of one district, right? So like, but there's still kind of big zones, and it's kind of cool because like when I when I first came to like Shoes Guild House because we're in the same guild, free company, not guild technically, <laughs> and like it's, it's like a nice beachfront property, right? It's overlooking a beach. It's this nice, beautiful zone, and just like. Running around the open world and seeing my neighbors' houses, the other mansions in the area, and I, I can see my neighbor in his house. Like, hey, what's up, man? What are you up to? Just like having that persistence there, where it's not just one stupid zone where I I go. Okay, but you can nobody also do there. that. With, it, you can also do that with instanced housing, because like Lord of the Rings Online has instanced housing, but it's yeah. instanced neighborhoods and it scales. Yeah, it is. It, that's exactly what kind of Final Fantasy does as well. The neighborhoods are instanced, but there's but, there's, but the point is, big. anyone can get a house in Lord of the Rings. You know, like that's the difference. Yes, it, it, can be done, it can be done better. It can be done better. Uh, but, the um, just, do you know what game has good housing? Rift. Uh, very customizable. I don't know if you got that far, Matt. Not yet. Okay, yeah. So maybe it's, it's, it's a casual pace. Yeah, it, 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 but, works, um, it works pretty well in Rift, too. I like open world housing. I like that idea, honestly. But Final Fantasy doesn't have it, though. It has it has the instance housing, and it scales, which is yeah, it's better than just like a mindless one-house zone. It's better than that. But it's not like in a persistent world. I feel like it'd be cooler in a persistent world, but they, they, nobody's like really figured that out to make it work really well. Recently. What I was going to get at is like, what value does it have if all you did was buy a plot before someone else did? I mean, but, when, but that but applies to real world too. No, but, you, just, uh, but you don't want to copy the mundane in, a, in the real world and just say like a game should do it because the real world does it. Like, I, 
I really but, think the days of persistent, like, limited housing like that are gone. Unless we're talking, like, I, a space I, sim with, like, a million planets and, you know, like, so it, it's basically unlimited. I, I but, but the point I was trying to get to, okay, using another example uh, that Omer has already discredited, in Black Desert, the guild houses, you have to fight over them. Like, you have to take the city to have the open world guild house. You, that has value because you actually yeah. took it in combat. It, it's not because it's an open world thing. It's because it has meaning because your guild took it. I mean, they literally but it took also it exists another in the open world. That's another bonus too. It's both. It's both. It's you a, earned it and exists in the world. Other people that's can just see a it bonus. But it, yes. I mean, I just I don't see the value in being the first one there because if you're playing from day one and there's a, house, a limited housing market, you automatically have an advantage over everybody that joins a year later, which is counterintuitive because you're going to have people that are going to quit because they're not able to get housing. They're always going to be those people. I think as long as you have some kind of system set up that way you can, like a housing market, like an actual in-game housing market that you can actually trade and buy houses, I don't really mm -hmm. think there's a big problem there. Like, because but they will be unfair, as Matt said. There will be here's some the thing is, you're going to say it's going to be unfair, right? But <laughs> think of it this way. When I bought my house in Final Fantasy, there were no houses there, right? But the amount of money that I spent on that house is, like, even though it's less than like someone would spend now, it was still a lot of money when I bought it. Does that make sense? So like, because like there's inflation, like when other people go to buy their house, so like the same house now, like if you were to buy like, so I bought my but house- the best, But million, sure, the best right? areas are scarce. Forget the, forget, the, forget the actual currency itself, the actual like good spots. That's because like in a persistent world housing, there's only so many good spots, right? They're near yeah. the big cities. And those, it doesn't matter like what you spent on those. Once they're, once they're gone, they're like gone. I feel like that adds that adds like value, like I said, to to, to the housing. I mean, like if you want to get like a nice place, I feel like you should save up for it, and then when you no, do it, it's it not about really saving good. up. Matt, Matt, Matt is saying, and I think correctly, it is it does impose a problem where the guy who plays the game on beta and he he's a first with the farm like a million gil. He's like he let's, he just played the game before you did, right? And he got the best area. Like all the best areas will be gone when a new player comes in like six months after the game launches. So all the good housing spots are gone. So you should join the game six months later. No matter how much you farm, you, you can't get a house in a good area unless you pay a crazy amount that the guy's asking for his existing house. But you can still place a house like in the in the boonies, you know, in, in the jungle where nobody wants to go. Yeah. It does create a system of unfairness, but I think that unfairness is okay. I don't think it's gonna ruin the experience. Because even though, you know, I didn't I wasn't the first to play Ultima Line. I, forget Ultima Line. I don't I don't wanna bring up old examples. I think that game did do housing pretty well, but it, it still had that same issue of all the good areas being taken. But as long as the the persistent world is big enough. And you can still place your house somewhere, even if it's a less desirable location. I think it's okay, as long as there's room to place your house in a persistent world, and you you don't you don't necessarily have to have the great spots to make it worthwhile. Because even if you get a house in the boonies, you kind of work towards buying a plot of land in a nicer spot, and it gives you another reason to play the game and another money sink. I mean, you know, I, I they, think might, they might add something in the boonies. Yeah. You know? and then... Yeah. Exactly. That's where the new content might be. You know, you never know. I th I think that the um only system that I think works for open world housing is one in um, there's one like there is in Albion Online I think it is where it has it you buy a month like a month of uh, time with it and after every month it goes back up for auction and everybody has to bid on it and you can bid on your house again but you're going to have to bid against other people for your house again Yeah, but that's, so, that's so a fair you market have to, system you have to keep moving and stuff like all the time like you don't really have the same. Unless you're willing to pay up every every time, like tons of money for your house. But that 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 that's to combat the scarcity factor. I, I think games can have 
if your housing zone is persistent and big enough, I think that kind of that, that prevents that problem. I, I think the, if the, the housing zone is, I think the housing zone is persistent and big enough, though, it introduces another problem wherein the housing zone is literally worthless for anything except housing. But if, if it seamlessly integrates with the open world, like you, it, it wouldn't then. Like, it could potentially work. Like Dark Age of Camelot had that too. It, it had per persistent housing, but in separate housing zones. But then you can overcome that by getting rid of housing zones. You can just place it in the in the world in the itself. World? Yeah. But that causes the scarcity problem in the that first place. That won't happen. Yes, yeah, that will never happen problem. again. I don't think you fix it. Right, that will never happen again in a non-sci-fi MMO where you have a billion planets. Can't happen. Won't happen. I, may, I mean, look, look some just, game might do it. Uh, and here's we haven't why. seen here's it. Why. I, if you guys are watching a video I'm playing, right. there is a Rift video. And in Rift, basically, you have your own little, you have your own little area for housing, right? So and you can invite mm -hmm. people there, but it's not part of the world. It's like it's it's instance basically, and the the creativity people do like there's modern looking houses, there's like floating islands, there's all this modern mm -hmm. decor, right? This stuff would ruin the the actual story in the actual game, right? Like in the actual persistent world, but sure, people yeah, enjoy yeah. doing have, this, right? Yeah. Like you know these very modern looking villas and stuff. So yeah, so. It'll only work in a sci-fi game where you, anything can go. Basically, you can have a, a dungeon, you can have a, a floating castle. Doesn't matter, you know. Because when it comes to immersion, I don't think housing can break player immersion. Even if there's some That's... silly things you put in. Your uh, housing breaks immersion all the time. It, if, if you have something that looks modern in a strictly medieval world, yeah. it's like a sore thumb in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, imagine you got some peasants dragging carts around, right, like in Black Desert, and then, and then to the side of one of the cities is like just like a modern, modernist cube, you know, cube mansion. No, you can you like can a make house the house on Art Deco, all <laughs> off to the side. Oh, here, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. When I say you can't break, like the the exterior of the house can be like fixed, right? It can fit the oh. world. Right? But when you go inside, I don't care what it looks like on the inside. Let's the inside that looks modern because the guy has a cool tiles that he made. Like I don't think that matters if the inside is, you know. But by but default, then you're the telling them. By default, that they can't have a control over the outside, yeah. which then takes away the player customization that they love. Yeah, in life. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what he's are. saying. Yeah, well, they yes. can suck a dick over that. Yeah, exactly. You can't. You, you can't have everything, right? You can't have. You know. There's okay, some you can't have everything. Open oh, world my house is dead. I'm calling it. Look like my house in real life. But I. But listen, the, the, we, I, I. I like. I really wanted to, again. It's my nostalgia talking. And I. Although Aaron is probably right in saying that we're not going to see a system that really gets everything we want because Star Wars Galaxies and Ultima Online handled persistent world housing in the real world. Like there's no special zone for it. It was in the open world. And it did create problems of scarcity in good locations, but you could always find a place for your house in a shitty location. There was always shitty locations available, but the scarcity in good locations, I think it was players didn't really mind that. It always gave you something to look forward to. And you always felt inside was kind of unfair that one asshole got the great spot before you even started playing. But I feel like that wasn't <laughs> enough to turn you away from the game because everything else is cool too. But here's the thing. And this is yeah. the guy who's got. This a, is why. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I keep cutting people off. So go. The guy, the guy who has his house in the middle of nowhere in Ultima Online, he didn't enjoy yeah. going back and forth from there. If he just had a you know, house in his pocket, he could go to, he'd be happier. As for the guy. No, he wouldn't because he oh, no he wouldn't because he had the house in his pocket anyway. He could teleport to it. Not even. He had the option to teleport to it. Oh, yes, they could. Literally everyone could and, teleport okay. with the scroll, and everyone did do that. And and the people with the persistent housing in the nice spots. Okay. This worked back then in Ultima Online and stuff because when a game came out it's back then, right? You had a couple thousand players. No one knew what they were doing, right? Today, if a if a let's say some game came out like a Sword Art Online, whatever, okay, the second you push the enter key to log in on open on day one in open beta, and you log in, you're gonna see a guy on a dragon mount, level 100. Every every the top 10% of spots. 
taken instantly before you go level two. You're right. Okay. You're right. Yes, so, that happens. That always happens. Yes, the, the power no, gamers that, are always that doesn't the always happen in the best spots. That doesn't always happen. It, it didn't happen that era of gaming that you're referring to because it does today. It's, it's exactly, exactly it happens, happens today. At that and and that's okay. why I don't see it working. Uh, today. But what is the alter? Do you not look at the alternative where you have games like Twin Saga, which, by the way, I'm not the game is the game is fine. The writing is hilarious, right? But the housing system in Twin Saga is what we've seen in so many games today, where you have a pocket house. You know, you can yeah. t- you click a button, you teleport to your house, and you can you, you can decorate it, put stuff in there too. But it loses context and meaning when it doesn't exist in the world. It's just it's just like a, a room that exists in like the corporeal world. You click a button, you teleport to it. That's, I'd rather have a house in the middle of nowhere that's in a persistent world than one I just click a button to teleport to. I don't think that's but, true. I think I think most people would, would prefer to have the instant teleport house. Do you think people? I don't think people get any like, any joy out of housing in so many MMORPGs because it exists in such I, a silly I think way. You're, I disagree. Uh, if you have customization, I, I, I think. Like see, Rift, I think you're talking based solely on nostalgia and not based on mm-hmm. what people actually. Possibly, but I mean. If people are telling me that they love the housing in Twin Saga, I will eat my words. But I don't think well, anyone Twin cares Saga, about housing. Well, Twin Saga maybe not, but Twin Saga is a different issue entirely because you literally have no control over the way that your uh, house or the interior actually looks. You just place furniture in there, yeah. so you get a little bit of that personalization, but you still are stuck with the overall vibe of that place. Omar, are you watching so the video? That's a different I'm issue. Like, if you can see like some of the cool, I mean, it's very clear to me that there was a lot of love. Um, put into these houses, right? The design. So, mm-hmm. so you can't say these just because they're instants, the people aren't valuing them because they put so much... No, no, I agree. And I mean, well, you, you got to also take into account how long this takes. Like, yeah. this takes a while to get it perfect. In, in Rift, could you... Again, because I, I didn't play Rift. In Rift, can you... To do, do the houses exist in neighborhoods or are they just no, instances? No, they're just instances that you just teleport to them. By Just by themselves. Like, there's no, no other you, houses in that area. Just no, that house. You, you own the whole area, not just the house. You own the land, too. Oh, like, you, like okay, an yeah, yeah, you own the whole... All right, and we are back. Sorry for that uh, break, hard break there. We had some technical difficulties, and they are solved now, hopefully. I think right before we got disconnected, we all agreed how correct Remo was about the housing discussion, how incredibly handsome he is today. I feel like that was the that was what we were on. You know, what we were I think we were closer to telling him that he was uh, purely running off of nostalgia and needed to shut up. <laughs> one, problem, one problem with owning or being a uh, homeowner, you know, you got to watch out for the for the power, you know, you got to pay the bills. There you the go. Power there can go you out, go. you know, it's all on you. I think it's MMOs don't annoying. adequately uh, capture the maintenance cost and work goes into a homestead. Imagine you have to pay your bills, you go in your player housing, there's taxes sitting some, on your Some games homestead. do do that. I think Dark Age of Camelot was the first to do it. You have to pay a bill <laughs> to keep your That didn't last. Your taxes. Got to pay the taxes. Does Final Fantasy do that? Is it like a is it like a monthly? No, or... okay. I don't think so. No. All right. Before we get off uh, housing, one there, people did say Elder Scrolls actually just revealed their housing system. There's a trailer for it, and Elder Scrolls Online is getting their housing in February of 2017. It is also jumping to the pack. Forty unique stylized homes with over two thousand decorative items. So that's another game throwing their hat into the ring, and we'll see how that pans out. Wow, when are you gonna step it up? Yeah, right. You, you you technically have those two, what are they called? Uh, Garrison. 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 I was going to say Stronghold too, but Garrison is correct. But yeah, Everyone I, hated I, them. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Kind of cheesy. And she, what were you saying about Pokemon and cheating? Alright, all right. So, so an observation I made lately is people try super hard to justify cheating. I'm saying it's like, it almost is the point that like it's becoming accepted because people 
Shizu, sure, sure, you're a robot. Yeah, sure, sure. You're a robot. Sure, you are, you are a genuine robot. I, I am? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're like Magnemite. Am I really? Am, to sure, get no, you're good again. Oh, it's, good. it's good now. It's good now. All right. I got that. Well, well, never mind. You're keeping full Magnemite mode. All right. You are full on Magnemite. It's hilarious. The chat is spamming Mr. Destructoid. I have no idea what you're saying. I have no idea, but it sounds hilarious. Alright? Alright. While while she's gone, we talk all the smack about her. She sounds like a robot. Well, she was she was going on about Pokemon, so I'll get my Pokemon news in before she does. So this uh, on the Thursday, this Thursday, there's gonna be a big patch for Pokemon Go. Everyone's favorite. Uh, mobile I'm app done of, with Pokemon Go. Everyone's favorite mobile app of the weekend, you know. So mm-hmm. 100 new Pokemon Gen 2, and this is interesting. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do a massive promotion with Starbucks. Basically, every Starbucks, at least in America, is gonna be either a Pokestop or a gym. And they're gonna making a special Frappuccino, the Starbucks. Pokemon Go Frappuccino. And it's going to be an right, item hello? in the game. Is it okay now? You're good. I, I think it was Discord, dude. I'm going to live in Discord. No, no it's going to happen. Right. It's okay, I think. It, it was giving me trouble connecting as well. But, like, my internet's fine. You're still kind of a body, like, but it's not as bad as before. Am I really? Yeah, it's, mm. it's still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah now you're just bad. auto-tuned. I mean, the only person there to blame is Loki for playing Overwatch. All right. That's about it. So, you'll, I guess you'll just chill until it hopefully fix itself soon. So, I'm looking <laughs> at this Frappuccino thing. Is it made of, like, uh, Pikachu tails or something? What is the what is the Pokemon all, like? All the like, dead mix forgotten it? Pokemon. It's, made from, it's got vanilla bean powder, scoops of freeze-dried whole blackberries, and raspberry syrup. But that does, there's like no context with Pokemon. It's just like I guess they, it's a nice promotion to bring people into the stores. Uh, That's yeah. smart though. You know, and, people and are gonna do it. Here's the funny thing. I bet Starbucks paid so much money for this. Millions, millions, yeah, definitely. Yeah, millions. I think it's worth it though, because it'll bring a lot of kids to Starbucks. Like, because I feel like a lot of people that are still playing Pokemon Go, like a lot of the older people, like our age and like probably our viewers, all probably jumped on Pokemon Go when it first came out, and most of us kind of stopped playing. Pokemon right? Go sucks. There you go. Well, I'm sure you're so quick, quick on the hate train. Isn't it still number one on the charts? Yeah, it's still making shit tons of money. But the yeah. point is, I think a lot of the hard, like our group of our age audience kind of left, but a lot of younger people are still playing and just jumping on it. So it's great for Starbucks to get the younger audience okay, first too, of all, hooked I don't on the fraps. It's, it's not just younger people still playing it. I'm still playing it. No, yeah. Clearly not like... It can't a, just be... Yeah, not like eight it, hours a day, but I'm playing it. Like, right? It can't all be right, just younger people playing it because it's still making too much money for that. That's true. Younger people don't necessarily have the, the funds exactly. for it. All right, let me talk about cheating. All right, let me talk about All right, cheating. go ahead. Have at it. All right, so I, I, I've noticed that a lot of gaming communities lately... Like especially that one cheat. They, sure, sure, they, you can't. It's so you funny. It, it starts well when you start. Like it's and and then for some reason, as you talk, it's it a conspiracy. Worth. It's a conspiracy. The cheaters are preventing me from talking about this. All right, she was getting she was getting hacked to earth. It's not working. Dude, but my, I think... my my uh my speed test is perfectly fine. Uh, All right, anyway, I, don't know. Sure, I think it's, it's this bad. Part. It's bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think she was gonna bring up cheating. And I think it was a logical, logical transition to, I think, our main discussion point of the day, if anyone wants to take that. South Korea Wait. is going to start arresting hackers. Yeah. Oh, Basically, what happened was, up. hold on, I'll link it up in just a second. Here we go. Here's our, here's our big old link. 
We actually got a picture, a rare image of a professional hacker too. So oh you guys, wow! If you guys ever see something like this? this? Be careful. I was I was peeking in people's windows as I often do in the evening, and I found this guy hacking. Yeah. So basically, hey, according to the site PVP, he was wearing a ski mask. Okay, there you go. That's fair. <laughs> That's how you know. So the parliament over in South Korea they amended a game industry law that made the creation and distribution of gaming hacks illegal. Basically, as far as I understand it, any violation of a game's terms of service uh, is basically illegal and the fine is um, payment of up to $43,000 or five years in jail. Um, my, when I first saw this, I laughed because this is, this is ridiculous. But South Korea, is, this isn't the first kind of oddball gaming law that comes out of South Korea. A, couple, you know, a few years back, South Korea made it. They set a uh, limit on how often someone under the age, of, I think it was 16, can play an online game. Um, but the issue with this, if we're reading it correctly, because I don't think any of us read Korean, is that uh, what what's in a terms of service agreement is often very vague. Now I, this I doesn't want, mean I, I, it's. No, I want to correct one thing. You you what? you kind of have a problem with the wording in, in your article. It's not yeah. the TOS itself. It's programs that violate the TOS. Okay, yeah, you're right. It has right. to be it has to be basically code that violates the TOS. Okay. Not like conduct or like, you know, like by. But see, the, the thing is, would a uh, let's say a game doesn't allow DPS charts. Yes, you would get arrested. Yes, that, 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 that would violate. A DPS chart would violate the law in this case. But if it says I'm you cannot really swear, then that, that wouldn't. Okay, fair enough. You're right. So I should unless, you download, unless you download a third-party program that gives you hotkeys for swearing. Yes, in which that case, would be illegal. It would violate the law. That would be illegal under Korean law, which is mind-numbingly insane. Why, why do they have to use the law to... Have private this was, this was the uh, rules. It makes no sense. The last thing their president decided to to push to try and push through here before she gets impeached. And you know, we here on Nemo's podcast are always uh, honest and we never lie and we tell you the facts. So here is a screenshot of the Korean legislation. And uh, none of us read Korean, but we're going to pretend that this says what we just said it says. <laughs> and uh, if, any, listen, if anyone as... out there does speak Korean or read Korean and it doesn't say that, listen, shh. listen, listen. Uh, you guys may not be aware of this, but I'm actually. Um... A constitutional law scholar in Korea, specifically in Korean. All right, I have a very advanced law degree in Korea, and that says exactly what we wrote on Nimos.com. Just like we got an exact picture of a hacker at the thumbnail <laughs> on our Nimos.com article with the ski mask. All right, so never question what you read on Nimos.com. All right, only we only publish the truth, our version of the truth, but the truth nonetheless. I know some people when they first read this were worried this would set a precedent for other countries. I no. I, I think it's safe to say, unless one of you guys wants to disagree, I, I don't think this is actually going to be enforced in the way that maybe people are interpreting it. Maybe this will apply to somebody who runs a business selling hacks. Yep. Exactly. But I, I, this is not going to apply to like me downloading a MapleStory hack and then SWAT like busts through my window, puts an M4 to the back of my head actually, and says, you sick SOV. Gumble, don't be so sure. <laughs> Because already in Korea, no? or, uh, you're right, in America it wouldn't because of logistics, right? In America, sure. But in Korea, to log into these games, you already have to provide your government ID number, right? That's true. Which is presumably yeah. linked to your address, your current address. So if, if you are found in violation and the game obviously tracks who's botting, like you get banned for botting, it would automatically ping the local police station, whatever, and they would either show up or send you a violation. Wow. Notice. So the... The point is, they could enforce it easily only because the friction is so low, because everything's already automated. Whereas in America, Stop. Nexon doesn't have my address, right? Right. So they who are, and they don't have my ID number. You know, the name I give them could be a fake name. Like they have no clue who I am. But in Korea, right. 
they know from that number exactly who you are, where you live. All right, so that brings up another interesting question. What was the uh, decline in the amount of people that sell uh, Korean game accounts online if this starts getting enforced anywhere close to what Altai is suggesting? Oh, I never thought of that. You would never let your friend borrow your account because if he he bots using your ID number, then the police show up at your house. All right, it, it could also be this one of those issues, obviously, where the people that are creating and distributing the hacks are going to be the ones getting in trouble, not the users. Okay, there's no point in like going after the users, which is why you have torrent company, like I, I know media companies suing uh, the torrent websites and distributors, not the individual users, because it's not cost efficient. That's not yeah, true. Isn't it interesting that? But just to point, why is it that the law is, seems to be so sweeping? Like, if, if your intention is to use it in one way, then and to go after someone who's profiting, then why is it so sweeping to include pretty much everybody? And, and, and the other thing is, if it's the law, and um, again, if it does get enforced the way Altai is suggesting, because it, could, it would be very easy to do that, mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't really be a matter of cost efficiency because it would be coming out of the government's pocket anyways. They'd have to reinforce their own law that they just put You're in right. place. However... I think we were also misreading the law. It says, based on this law, according to our source, PB Live, based on this law, manufacturing and distributing programs that are not allowed by the game company and its terms of service are not directly illegal. Now, that only says manufacturing and distributing, not using it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you could, but that's only yes. what they've interpreted so far. Yes. You know, well, I mean, I mean, none of us can read Korean. I think us always got a better source here. We need a Korean. We need a Korean. Give me a resident Korean in here. Stat. But I think we can all agree that the concept of like a private company, you, I mean, the government enforcing like these kind of things in a game, this seems kind of silly. Like, you know, an overreach of government powers. Yeah. Yeah. However, however, let's let's entertain this thought for a moment and let's sure. actually expand this idea. Canaris well, actually. It, said, hmm? no. All right, well, for example. Before right. we move on. All right, go ahead. Um, say it. So that's only true if you. Um, work under the implication that the game is not affecting other people. I mean, in MMOs, when you use a hack, you are affecting other people, even if it's only in the context of a game. Yeah, if you kill me in Counter-Strike, you, you're, you're ruining my fun. I'm supposed to kill you. I, you that, that, but that's a game, you know? It's not like the real world. Yeah, but you're still affecting someone else's experience of the game, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, in a, in a, in a, yes, so, in a game. So you could make the... Um, like, okay, so say somebody gets belligerent, like at a theme park or something. They're, they're just yelling. They're literally just yelling. They're going to throw them out, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, and they're allowed to do that. It's their private yeah, their property. So, so it's the same concept because they're affecting the way that people are um, enjoying the theme park, even if all they're doing is yelling. Which is why the theme park has the option of kicking them out. They can't get arrested for it. Being belligerent but, is not necessarily but, a crime. But what I'm saying is they're making a legal... Ah, shit. They're making a legal precedent for attitude or behavior like that to not be tolerated online and online games. That's what I'm saying. Yes, and I, I, I think I, I personally think it's, it's a silly reach of government government power to in a in a private setting. It's like saying if you if you say mean things on a forum or if you like don't follow the forum's rules, you should get banned. Or like if you have, it just seems it, it just seems silly at first glance. And I don't no. want to argue the meritless of the silliness, but I don't think it's silly. They, you can see your right. piece. All right. Let, let, the point I want to get to. Let's let's take this idea and expand it further. Okay. So first of all, I do want to emphasize I, the law as we're reading it on the PB lies interpretation that we linked to. It has nothing to do with cheating. You know why? Because you're allowed to cheat. You it doesn't say you can get in trouble with the law. It says manufacturing and distributing the hacks is illegal. Not using them. However, if we assume 
that using the hacks also becomes illegal. And Canary said something interesting in our chat that he wouldn't mind if an aimbotter in Overwatch got banned and put away for five years. What? How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys, well, hold on, hold on. I think I actually wouldn't mind myself either if some asshole in Counter Strike hacks and gets. Are you arrested. shitting me? Provided he knew it before he did it, he knew that it was illegal. I think our gaming experiences as a whole would be better if people weren't hacking. I think your prescription to five years is is kind of arbitrary. Wait, 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 five years is fucking five years. Forget the prescription. I'm wrong. Fine. I, I I don't know the exact number, right? If, however, if cheating in online games becomes illegal and enforced through either a fine or some short-term imprisonment, I I think my personal enjoyment of gaming would would increase. One, I'm not hacking, right? And I have no intention of ever cheating in online games. I did when I was 12, and I knew there was no consequences for it, which is another reason I did it. But I I think I'd have more fun in online games if nobody else was cheating either. And I think most people would actually benefit by uh, an all-encompassing law like that, which obviously this is not covering. You really but... think? Remember, this fine, it only applies to the people who get caught. And yeah, of to course. Tell, to tell me that somehow this is going to curb the overall hacking market seems absurd. Maybe it deters. Uh, okay, like let me little, uh, yes. little Johnny Johnny Sunshine, but it's I not going to deter somebody who actually knows how to create and distribute hacks. I'm not defending hacking. I'm defending hacking. There, there's there's oh, another one at, that, um, one at a time. One at a time, guys. All right, um, I'll sit down. Anyway. Matt, I'll tie then shoe. Okay, Matt, I'll tie then shoe. Okay, so there's another, like like you said, it's only if they get caught, right? And what I learned from playing Black Desert, especially, anything client-side, people are going to take advantage of it, but they're only going to do it every now and then. They're going to do it, like, once, they're going to not do it for a week. They're going to do it once, they're going to not do it for a week, because they don't want to get caught. So when the companies are going through and doing their ban lists, right, they're gonna there's going to be a little bit of erratic behavior for a little bit, but, like... It's, it's not going to look suspicious. It's just going to look like something happened because they've only done it for like a little bit at a time and they get away with it at that time. And even in Black Desert, where I'm pretty sure they had a pretty like massive push to get rid of like hackers, you know, there were still people getting away with it because they don't do it a lot. Matt, you're and arguing I mean, it's, detectability and stuff, but it, if it's, it's a crime that can be punishable by jail time, it's not even a civil offense, it's a criminal offense. Less people, you know, steal stuff because they might go to jail. You know, I think it would it would, it would make people consider and think think twice about it. I, I don't think less people pirate simply because they're going to go to jail. No, no, like, you, you can't go to jail. You can't go to jail for piracy. That is a civil offense, and there's no jail time. You know what I mean, though. I, I, well, but that's, that's a huge difference. Well, not only but, that, but like if you get a notice, like I know a lot of people have gotten notices, right, yeah. for like torrenting, like you know, hey, yeah. this is your your internet service provider. Like we found out you're doing this shit, and this company says knock it the fuck off. Most yeah. people will either stop doing it or find a way to make it so they can't find out that you're doing it, like a proxy, yes. right? People yes. don't just just get those notices and be like, you know what, fuck you, fuck the system, I'm gonna keep doing it. They get scared. Most people do, and that's yeah. all you need, really. You just need to scare them. You don't really need to like, mm -hmm. you know, hard, hard enforce it. You know, like, I mean, I'm not saying this happened to me or anything, but if it happened <laughs> to me, I would have stopped doing it or used the proxy. You know, don't quote me on that. It's uh. All right, boys. Here <laughs> we All right, go. go ahead. Time to defend some. Time to defend hacking and botting and whatever. Okay. Go ahead, defend it. Okay. So when I first, I think, what was the first game we cheated or hacked in? Maybe maybe StarCraft or or um... probably Math hacked in StarCraft. Yeah, yeah, okay. It that that's what taught me that games aren't real life. Okay, and here's what I mean by that. You didn't know before then. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. But what I mean is like, 
it's not like a set. It's not like they're not bound by the same laws. Like, and the laws are not consistent. So what I mean by this is, I used to take games seriously. I get frustrated. I still did a couple years after that too. Obviously, it took a while. But games basically reset. Like, it does. It, nothing's permanent. And, and and cheating kind of taught me that. Like, you, you can you can get all the stuff by cheating in a game. You get banned. You start over. And the fact that I can cheat and hack and dupe all that stuff into existence showed me that what other people have isn't they don't actually have anything it's just it's just part of the game right it, it's not real life so i think okay. we need we need <laughs> cheats to keep games in perspective it's just a game if that makes any sense what? No. <laughs> i i think you guys in your learning life lessons from video games is a very isolated thing what? i think a lot of people learn life lessons in video games whether it's just social not video games in general, or... but I think MMORPGs and specifically. Yeah, I'd say so. Yes. I mean, do you socialize them? Get you, you know, I trade. have never learned a single life lesson from a video game or interactions with anyone in a video really? game. Really? Uh, really? Like, really? you've never been scammed and then been like, you yep. know, I'm I never... Think you, you, you no, might be I've never experience. been scammed because I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> well, wow. That's an insult to anyone that's ever been scammed because I think most people at one point in their MMORPG or gaming career have gotten scammed. Because I've gotten scammed when I was a lot younger that taught me a lesson, but I think it's a very normal experience for people to develop and learn through online engagements with people, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, really anything, social skills, life skills. That, that, that being said, I don't really agree with this whole um, learning a life lesson from people hacking against me. Really? Yeah. Like, just, I, like, I don't you know. Like, you guys seen the old videos, like, of a guy, a guy, you know, losing to a hacker on Counter-Strike and going blissed. Like, ah, hacker, ah. Yeah, yeah, of course, of like, course, like, of course. If that happened to me today, I'd just be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, he's floating around and killing him in one shot. That's, you know, whatever. And I would just move on. Like, it, uh, okay. it's not like... It's not whatever, though. It ruins the game. It, like, you yeah, have no it ruins everyone else's game. You have no okay, control I'm, over it. So okay, I want to clear... I want to clarify because I see okay. people in chat going on about it. Um, if, if you you could learn something like teamwork from people, right? You you could. I mean, that's just interacting with people in general. Whereas you may not have had that kind of interaction before, or you may not have had like a positive interaction in the workplace, and you learn how to work together with people that you're not having um, that you have differences with because it's just a different setting, and it may have been something that was conducive to you learning that, but. I don't think that like actual life lessons come from video games. That's what I was saying. Life- the definition of a life lesson. Yeah, like- I, I don't know what you mean by life lesson exactly, but I, I think I think also it depends on your age, right? If you start playing MMORPGs when you're like 16, you know, you probably learned your life lessons by then. But you know, for me, the first one of the first times I got scammed, I was like what 10 or something, and this guy's yeah. like, hey, "Listen, give me gold, and I will do this for you." I'm like, "Oh, somebody said this." People don't lie. He, like, like, the only people I interacted at that point were like, you know, like family, you know, family, teachers, yeah. you know. So this, I just took his word for it. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, the fact that he could be lying to me, the, the thought didn't, didn't cross my mind until I got scammed. <laughs> All right. Let's not take this away from life lessons because I, I, I do want to say, I think personally, I would have more fun in every game I play online if it was illegal to cheat hack and all that stuff. I think my experience would be benefit. I, I don't think government has that role to do all that enforcement that would think it'd be silly, but I think I would just enjoy games more. I think it'd be a net positive if they did do that, though. But here's the problem you Again, you have a fundamental assumption on what you're saying. Look, mods. Oh, Gumby, 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 hold on. Gumby, do you enjoy when your opponent hacks and no, no, right? Don't, don't try to, to change the topic here. The no. point is, your, your whole reasoning there is flawed because there's no way that government intervention is ever going to stop hackers. Okay, yeah, if I, ever. assuming... Sure, oh, sure. Would, would games okay. be more enjoyable without cheaters and hackers? Yes. yes. Of course, because everyone's on a level, uh, level playing field. But at the same do you time... Think- 
you what? think the rule would reduce, increase, no. or keep same the number of hackers? I, I think the rule is fundamentally retarded. Will and, it and, reduce? And, and, and I think it's a total, or a total perversion of government responsibility. Keep it the same. I think it will deter casual people. Yes. But um, yes. it, it will do absolutely nothing to affect the overall uh, hacking market, the people who, who actually care and go out of their way to hack. That won't change. It'll change, change like I wouldn't, I wouldn't hack in War Z, a game I did hack in, if I knew I could go to jail. But the guy who makes the hacks is still going to make them. People are still going to do it. And it's also not, there's nothing, it is not the responsibility of government at all. It's ridiculous. Oh, again, that, that, that's a philosophical argument. I agree with you. I don't think sure. this is, I think it's silly. I don't think government should do it. You know what I think is but. super boring? Mm. Playing a game the way the developers meant it to be played. So, for example, in whether it's Overwatch, League, Dota, whatever, StarCraft, like I remember I having so much fun trying to find bugs, trying to find exploits in MMORPGs. You know, find that dupe. Like what? Like find that weird you know, trick. Like uh, where that weird trick the developers don't want you to know about. Yeah, whatever. Like, I know. No, you you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, like gold. Like gold. I remember in Ultima Online, like, and I'm sure you guys did this in Final Fantasy and stuff in different games. There was like these one NPC in town that spawned with black sandals, right? But you couldn't kill him and take it because he was in town, right? And the guards would kill you instantly. So what Mar and I would do is we we would lure a bear into the building, then get the bear to provoke the bear with a skill to kill the, the NPC, and then the guards would kill us but not the bear. So the bear would kill the NPC. We'd come back and loot it. And we got we got suspended for doing this because it was an exploit. But like stuff like that is like what makes games and and mods actually develop by the same people who look for exploits via hacks and bots and cheats. So we, we might not have games like Dota or even Counter-Strike if we didn't have the mentality of people who try to break games, who try to you know, modify, mm -hmm. who, who alter, who, who, think, who, who think of a game as more than what the developers you know, want it to be. How many people do you think that work in cybersecurity got started out messing around with little hacks and games and stuff? Well, I've been a fair, you, actually, you, 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 yeah. the only person I know in cybersecurity, and I've been talking to him years, is someone who used to used to hack games as a kid. There you and go. Now, and, and so, and that has galvanized him to become someone who works in cybersecurity. So there is a benefit. These are games. This isn't like someone's hacking my bank account. This is it's a game. It's it's. Is that I mean, yeah, South Korean? Do hackers really? Can I ask you guys a question? Have hackers ever really? ruined an experience for you like you yeah, as like a casual because none of us yeah i, I can't yes. say that a, a hacker has ever has ever like destroyed my experience <sighs> in playing it sure it's been frustrating but it's no, okay yeah, so yeah. I've, I've dealt with plenty of hackers and in, in rust and counter-strike scrims everything and it's, and yes, it's not it's, fun it's, it's yeah but it's it's not that it's Sure, it's not fun. It's frustrating, but it's not like world destroying. It's. it's I agree. No it's, it's a minor oh, yeah. inconvenience. Yes. Okay, and sometimes it's entertaining. I mean, a guy punches you on the street once. It's still a minor inconvenience, but you know that's, that is, they can still that go is to jail such for it. bullshit. That's not true at all. What are you talking about? That's physical <laughs> no, harm. That's a that's whole a minor inconvenience. Yeah, your life no, goes on, right? What the fuck are you talking? Minor inconvenience. What? It's a guy on the street. In the face. I'm that's suffering like, bodily harm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you on crack? <laughs> hold on, I'm taking Matt's example. I'm gonna push it. I, I, I want to answer for you, Sean. A guy walks up to you on the street and shoves uh -huh. you. You fall on the floor. Yeah, that's physical you, harm. Yeah, you, you, you have. This right, is and, not and he moves minor. And he, and he moves away. You is are perverting the words of music. Is your world shattered? No, no. that life goes on. Nothing happened. There's no permanent damage. You're not emotionally ruined. 
Whatever, life no, goes on. No, you feel unsafe. You? No. no, if someone, yeah, exactly. If someone assaults you in real life, you feel it's a, it has a psychological scar on you because you feel unsafe in your world, in your environment. You can't. That doesn't right. happen in a game, or shouldn't. And and one way you learn not to take a game seriously as as physically harming you is by realizing it's a game in, in, in abstract and not part of the rea- you know not part of physical reality. And I think okay, hacks I, help I, you I, learn that. I just want to. <laughs> Be clear i'm not taking a side on this right now because i don't really know where this is going yet so i can't take a side but anyways i mean it's just a law right now nobody knows how it's going to be used mm-hmm. but i do think that under certain circumstances again you have to take into account how other people see the hackers affecting them and whether or not south korea saw that this might have been a necessary thing especially with how prevalent online gaming is in south korea and pc bangs and or bongs and all that I mean, it's just, it's it's not just about how you see it. It's about how everyone sees it. And whether or not you see that minor inconvenience, I mean, as you if you see that as a minor inconvenience, someone else might see it as literally ruining the game for them. And again, it's just basically how the people in South Korea saw it and how they um, ended up wanting to respond to it. I mean, we so don't know anything about the context. No, no, it's all subjective. I actually buy Matt's argument, and 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 here's where I'll, I'll I'll speculate on what the South Koreans were thinking. They don't give two rats ass about one guy, you know, facing off against a hacker in Counter Strike and getting his day ruined. No one cares about that, uh, at least on the government <laughs> scale. What they care about is concerted efforts by major Chinese companies ruining their game, their major export games like Maple Story, Dungeon Fighter Online. These are big cash cows for South Korea, and there was a concerted effort by large groups in China. To basically overwhelm the economy and you know market for these games for profit for money and that money comes directly out of the pocket of south korean companies so this is this is entirely a business on business kind of decision it's they're not targeting your they don't care if people get griefed or trolled and hacked like, right. that, that is not that right. is not but their concern fi- final thoughts on this year all right final thoughts and let's move on I- i'll take a side i think uh, i don't think they should be doing this and i was I- but I do think that if it was enforced, I think my gaming experience would be better overall. If nobody else, no, if nobody hacked and cheated, I think I would have a better pleasant time online. But I don't think they should do it, and I think it's silly. And I don't think it's going to really affect anything as is anyway, because it only affects in, in South Korea. The guys that distribute the hacks will be in China or somewhere else, and at that, nothing's going to change. But I, I, it'd be nice to see no hacks online. But I'd like to see the problem solved through cybersecurity and game world. engines and stuff. What? <laughs> I heard enjoys getting drop hacked in, uh, in League or Dota, I guess, because that, that, that's always fun. You know, you're playing a game for 30 minutes, you're winning, and you get drop hacked. Yeah, that's, you know, I guess he got me that time. Let me tell you about some monks. Let me tell you about some monks in Tibet, okay? They spend weeks, months making these little um, decorations out of sand, individual sand particles. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw okay? House of Cards. I haven't and, seen that. And do you know what they do when they finish making it? They, they just destroy it. I they know. wipe it away and start over. So when, if I get drop hacked in a game, Okay, but they but here's the thing it's they zen. cleanse the palate. They close it. They chose to do it if, While they're doing it somebody walks up no, to them and just they chose to do it painting. to teach themselves not to take things To take life as a permanent That monk would punch in the face if you walk up to his uh if you, if you walk up to this piece of art and just slap him and just ruin it I don't think so. He, 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 I think I think I think I think, think he punched in the face. Like, you just save me some work I was gonna clean that up later <laughs> All right, final thoughts. Anybody else have any <laughs> departing words on the hack issue in Korea? It's it's beyond stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think anything will come of it. I, I kind of agree that that it, it'd be better if there were less hackers, but it's not really their 
the government's mm. job to regulate that. All right, fair. And uh, fun fact, guys, the picture I've been showing is um, a picture from the South Korean parliament, the same parliament that passed this law. And uh, in this picture, they're having a rowdy discussion over... <laughs> is that a discussion? Over a rowdy discussion? <laughs> <laughs> you got to see the guy standing on the desk. He got scammed in Maple Story by by the guy with the laptop on the right, right? And the, the, he's going at it. I like it. All right. Uh, I wanted to bring up a small, you know, topic about uh, Shu's favorite game. I don't know if she saw the article yet, but Fake Grand Order made yeah, its way. Uh, what wanted, made a mention on Bloomberg? I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about that. So th there's actually uh, they released a new trailer. Uh, you, you probably shouldn't play it. I I'll I'll link it for everyone though. But mm -hmm. they released a new trailer for uh, an anime that they're gonna have. So this is the trailer. Don't uh, again. I don't want you guys to get. Don't play it on. Yeah. Don't yeah, play don't, on stream. Don't play it on stream. But uh, they have an anime for the for it now. So it it seems to be um like a huge trend of like mobile games get really popular and then they have an anime and I I think that's honestly a really good idea because you're promoting the game like this is just gonna get like more people to play the game right mm -hmm. and, um puzzle and dragon has own anime too for example getting, getting pretty big oh wait sorry that is the wrong the wrong link yeah, but if, if you this game is making so much money it's actually you know on the bloomberg article it's making more money than as much money as pokemon go is in japan and this what? is a game that doesn't have nearly the same distribution as pokemon go this is only out in japan and china and, yeah and like Pokemon Go is not available. You want to know why, though? It's not available in the U.S. Pay fake Grand Order. Hmm. It really, like, it, it's like, you know, you got to get that waifu and the odds are so fucking bad that, like, you, you just keep spinning. I mean, I don't know if you guys were there. I, I even streamed it, like, during, like, the time when I was playing this game. Hmm. I've spent, like, I've dropped, like, $400, like, in one sitting, like, on, like, to get, like, a character, and I didn't even get it. And it had rate up. So oh, my like, God. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. So like, I can see how they're making so much money. It's just really like capitalizing on like the gotta have my wife, you know, type of a thing. So actually, pretty interesting. I know we know how big obviously a company Sony is, right? And the Sony chief financial officer he singled out the game because Sony through their investment in Aniplex, who part who made the Fate series, <laughs> through a partnership with the studio that made the game. Obviously, that money flows back to Sony. At least half of it does, because I'm sure the game maker gets some cut too. But their CFO specifically said that the game continues to affect their bottom line positively for their music division. So the whole game is like such a in the in the in the scheme of how big Sony is with their hardware, their music, their movies, with everything. This game got signaled out as like it was worth mentioning by their by their big shots. This game is making hundreds of millions of dollars, which is insane <laughs> considering it's not out in America yet either, or even Europe. It's only out in like China and. In Japan, yeah, like the the rates are god awful. So it's like, it's you're you're, you're only and the thing is they do they really like they have it down like perfectly like how to. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but they have it perfectly like how they're gonna exploit people to spend money. It's like they have it down like to science, you know, or like <laughs> like the the odds are so shit. But it's like limited time event to get this character. If you want this character, you gotta get it now. And then it's like, you know, and the rates are up. You know, it's like <laughs> That's the time to do it. They get but you. Then, but then even though the rates are up, it's still so god awful that like like I said, like you can drop four hundred dollars and not get the character. And like like I streamed this on MMOs.com. So it's like mm -hmm. it's not a joke. Like it really is like that. So that's that's how they're making so much. 
Is there something yeah, in, in culture in the, in the Asian culture that makes it more susceptible to these kind of gotchas? Because I, I think one of the reasons they didn't bring this to America yet, and they will eventually, I think, but is is because I don't think this exact strategy will work as well here. Well, like, you will um, have people spending there, thousands. Yeah, I mean, there's there's another thing too that they do where they have um this is really smart they added a support system so like if say like you're on my friends list right you can put up a a servant to be like your support a lot of games do this yes yeah yeah and then and then just that whole thing of like you know like oh man i gotta like get this i can have it on my support so my friends can be like oh like you're so cool you have that you know what i mean it's like it's 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 fucking crazy dude Mm -hmm. as far as it being like cultural like I, i i don't know it's just I mean, well, I can't maybe. really say much because like my family's not really typical in, in that mm-hmm. sense. But um, I, I could see I could see there being like a whole, um, you know, having material things, you know. And don't forget the biggest gamblers they say are you know tend to be Asian too, like Chinese, Japanese. So, Japan, yeah, it's yeah. huge. Even though gambling is like illegal in Japan, the pachinko machines is yeah. such a giant market. If you if you count that, it's like the biggest gaming market in the world. That's probably after Macau. So is this Probably game? Dream, you know, is mm-hmm. this entire game just a slot machine with like cosmetics around it? I mean, sure, we, you, we you, you gotta give us the answer. Because... <laughs> Wait, talking Fate Grand Order? Yeah, or... yeah. Uh, no, it actually has gameplay. It's actually pretty fun. It has really nice animations. Okay. They're the graphics are well done, like for a mobile game, and uh, it it has a lot of games. Like you don't have to buy. It's more if you're like the type of person that's like, I really need that character. Mm. And, and the Fate universe is so good for this because all the characters are like relatable, you know, because they're, they're they're relatable in the sense that it's like they're all legends. So like no matter where they where you go in the world, like people can understand that. Like everyone can understand King Arthur, right? Everyone mm. can understand. Like, yeah. You Alexander know, Leonidas, the Great. Leonidas, Alexander the Great. Like everyone can understand that, you know. So. In that sense, it's not like just some rando where you're like you're trying to push like if someone will like it or not, right? Yeah. So, and if you want to play Fake Grand Order, guys, shoot order guide on mmos.com how to install and play Fake Grand Order on uh, if you want to play it from the West because you it, still it's can. A, it's a fun game. Like if you're, you know, don't don't spend shit tons of money. If you like the coming, game a lot, coming from you, like, sure, don't spend shit tons yeah, of money. Yeah. Do as you, I say, not as I do. Exactly, but. Um, you know, don't if you, if you want to support them, sure, spend some money. But like, you know, just just if you're if, as long as you're happy with what you get, then re roll a bunch or something, or 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 message me. I'll hook you up with an account. I have like I have like twenty. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, but but the gameplay itself is pretty fun. It's like uh, kind of Pokemon typing versus like certain certain classes are better than others, and then they have really cool special moves. I think I linked it. Like, did, did we get in trouble for that? The, the Thomas Edison thing? No, no. Uh, we saw it earlier. It looks absolutely ridiculous. I, I, it's just weird. <laughs> Here, Thomas Here, it's, it's really good. Like, check this out. I'll link it in the MMOs that content. Look at that ult. Thomas Edison ult. It, this just looks odd and weird. Like, how? why is this Thomas Edison? It just makes no kind of sense to me. I don't know. Can I click this? Uh, it's not much to say. It's a, it's a weird Thomas Edison thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 fake fake Grand Order. Uh, yeah, it's making tons of money in Japan. Hopefully, it'll come out here in the West easily. Otherwise, you'd still play it <laughs> Japanese version. But I think uh, 
think Matt's been playing some Bless, and Bless is still a game that's on a lot of people's radars, even though Area Games kind of had said nothing about it in forever. So, Matt, you want to talk some Bless, some Russian Bless, some Ruski Bless? <laughs> All right, yeah. So, Bless came out in Russia, and there isn't actually that much different. But there are two key differences, and one of them is, first off, so the Korean version, right? Um, in the Korean version, when you started up the game, you had to... Okay, if you used an English patch, when you started up the game, you had yeah. to put the English patch into the folder before you started it up, let it patch, and then put the English patch back in the folder again. Like, copy it back over. You had to do it twice, every time you started the game up. Oh, every my God. single time. And because of the way that they patched um, Bless Korea. So... Yeah. Now, with the Russian version, there's an English patch that you can just drop the patch into the folder, run the executable, and it'll just work. As it should. That's how most, yeah. that's most, most English patches work pretty decently like that. Yeah, so it'll, it'll just work because it doesn't go through all the verification processes because 101XP's launcher isn't the same as the one they used in Korea, and um, that's pretty helpful. And I'm actually playing it in English now, and I'm sort of keeping up with the story, but it's mostly machine translated. I can swear, I can swear there are a few that are hand translated, a few parts of it, but it's mostly uh, machine translated so far. Is the um, whole game translated? A lot of it, there are like system messages that aren't, but I haven't encountered anything other than system messages and a very small number of like status effects that aren't translated so far. Mm. But it is a All lot right. of garbage translations. Okay. My key question like, um, about the West. How's the music and background noise? Oh, the music is fucking awesome. I love it. It's Hans Zimmer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, it, why I, that's why. I... It sets the mood perfectly. And I mean, you're, you're going to be running around a lot of places from like these um, like destroyed like shanty towns to like these desert villages that are all like, okay, I can't remember what it is. Hold on. So there's the cat race, right? And in, in their village, like the desert village, they have, it's like steeped in slavery and dark magic and stuff. And you've got the, I don't know what that instrument is, but you've got like the music to match it. You know what I mean? It feels very like dark and mystical all at the same time. And then you've got like the Venetian cities and you've got like the German castles. I mean, it's got so many different cultures that are thrown in here hmm. and it's crazy. And I mean, the, the the soundtrack really pulls it all together. So how does it play? How does it play? Compare it to Black Desert. Okay. okay, it's not like Black Desert. It's a tab targeting game. It it has an action combat mode, but it's just the input method. It's still a tab targeting game. And that's a misconception that I see a lot. And there's also the misconception that the combat is slow and broken, and it's really not. Um, there's like a soft lock feature that turns into a hard lock if you start attacking that monster when you're in either mode or if you're just like aim like if you're near a monster it'll have like a it'll it'll highlight them right and if you start using a skill it'll automatically attack them. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't give you a choice it'll automatically attack that one once you use a skill but yeah it's it's a tab targeting game it has an active dodge and it has some other active movement mechanics that allow you to move around but it is a tab targeting game and it can feel sluggish at times. It has charge-up spells and stuff, but it's not as bad as people seem to think it is. I think that a lot of the people that had a bad time with it, like um, a lot of people have said, they just didn't take the time to learn it. It was a little different than maybe they expected. Hmm. But, um, but that, that's they, kind of a key thing. People, you know, you can't just say people have to be willing to put the time to learn it. People 
We live in a world where people, if you well, don't no, think something, you like admit it, they're going to give up anyway. Yeah, it's no, just I mean, natural order of things. But I, I know that's the thing. But um, I'm just saying it's it's not going to be an issue if you stick with it. Here's my right? question you, more than whether it's tap targeting. Cause I, I don't mind tap targeting. I actually prefer it, I think, in MMOs. But uh, how does it feel? And what, what I mean is like, okay, like the look, the graphics, the the, the, the fluid. Is, is it fluid? The smoothness. Move? Yeah. It is fluid. Yeah. Okay. It's very fluid. It, yeah. it, the combat can feel a little sluggish because certain attacks have like this weird break between them. I think they've worked on that. I think they fixed that a little, and um, I think that they've the Russian version has seen some of that. But it will feel a little bit sluggish if you have certain classes like the. I thought the warrior felt really sluggish. The one with the sword and shield. Um, mm -hmm. It felt like every attack he put like all of his power into it and needed to like wait a second and then pull his sword back up you know it just it felt a little odd but every other class i've played has felt fun. i think that that smoothness and fluidity is actually like it's a make or break thing because it has to feel right when you play like beyond the gameplay mechanics beyond like the design it just has to feel right when you're moving when you're attacking the whole process to be seamless and that's got to be a plus otherwise i think that's an easy route for people to give up on a game right away if it doesn't feel great from the yeah beginning. and like i said every other class i've played has felt yeah. fine since then, I think they have worked on it. I don't. I don't get the same feel exactly that I got from when I first played the Korean version. And that but may is just it, be. But is it visceral, here. Matt? Is it visceral? Uh, That's Shu's favorite word. We need it. Is it visceral? Does it? What do you mean? It, you, it can be. Like I, when I play the assassin, like the screen shake. Like, okay, the screen doesn't shake, except for like specific skills. But um, you attack, and you have these giant ass blood splatters that fly out of the swords. And you have um, all sorts of fancy skill effects with other characters. I mean, it's pretty visceral, I think. But it's tab targeting, so it's only as visceral as tab targeting can be. Also, I mean, it's worth mentioning too. Uh, you, you told us earlier. The, well, you told me earlier. The game was about is that 54 GB installed? Like, that's insane. 54 games. Oh yeah, that's insane. Like, that, that's insane. <laughs> how many games today are that big? Like even like you, you go and install some of the biggest games. Like 45. Okay, let, let me let me show you something. Okay, go on my guy out so here. And it's it's going to be... My computer is pretty bad, so it, the, it's, mm -hmm. it's outdated in terms of the processor, and these graphics aren't turned all mm -hmm. the way up, and you cannot see the background, but just look at the texture on this building, the um, the dome. Look at the texture on the dome. And remember, if you're using Gaiozo as well, it's already, you know, compressing a lot. So in-game, yeah, it's going to look A lot of detail there that's... On, that's not, uh, it's not gonna look way better in game as well because again, yeah. if you, screenshots never look as great by default. JPEGs and stuff they get compressed. And Gaiozo actually compresses a lot, so screenshots shared through Gaiozo and the image service like they do get compressed often. So I, I can already imagine the games look gorgeous. I've seen the 60 FPS videos that Steparo has put out, and it does look good. Like visually, it looks gorgeous, and you know, so it has potential there. But like, why is why is area games dragging their feet on this when you you got the music by Hans Zimmerman? You have like there's something here, you know, and it's already like functional in Russia. Like, and they already have the license for it anyway. Like, wh what's stopping them from just putting something out? Like, you have a company that, like, Revelation, like my.com, that put Revelation <laughs> over beta with the game in Chinese, right? The game is not even in English yet. Like, 90% of the game was like Russian and Chinese. Chinese and Russian. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they got the game out to close beta and people were able to play. What is, what is Area Games doing right now? Like, they have the license. Why not just put something out that people like? Yeah, if nobody plays and nobody likes it, and everybody says it sucks. All right, fine. You try and you just you give up on it, right? But as is, they're just sitting on their hands for no reason. Like the game may not jive well with Westerners, but 
You got the license. Just put it out. Let's let people, you know, experiment and see what it is. Well, remember, it silly. Area Games wants to overhaul the the whole combat system along with a few other things, and that's I think why they're dragging their feet. Is they're not just re? I still think that's an excuse. You think that's an excuse? I think it's an excuse. I think they're full of shit. I mean, look <laughs> at their track record. I think what happened is either a, Gamigo didn't want to invest in a uh, another client MMO because they have all these browser games right now, like. Gamigo has all the browsers now, browser games now, and all their client games are older games at this. Like they took mm-hmm. on Fiesta Online, but um, like Omer has said in the past, it's much, much cheaper. I don't think it's like five thousand dollars like he thinks it is, but it's it's much much cheaper than it would be to put out something like Blessed today. And I think either A they didn't want to put the investment into it, or B they looked at the Korean version, which isn't doing so well because I mean, it's it's a Hold game. Up. Matt, I can give me if Area Games gives me the Western license to me to remote for MOS.com, right? If they give me the license to bless, I can have a server up just by I get the Russian client files and I just change the server to my my own server. Boom, done. Okay, but what what the thing is, it's when Ooh. we I don't think they put any work into actually localizing it by the time that we heard about this. By saying they want the combat changed first and everything, it kind of goes to show that they have not put any work into actually localizing. Right? They're holding it hostage, yeah. basically. So, at that time, they had only put in the licensing. So, I mean, they might have been more willing to cut their losses there than they would have been to put all the time into localizing it. I'm just hoping we can finally play it in the West, not having to go through Russian servers. I think a lot of people just don't want to play in Russian version with the the people that the amount of people that are willing to use an English patch to play a foreign game. I feel is like so tiny. So, I mean, I hope we can play it in the West. I do want to do the Sunday Funday video for this, though, because, like you said, there's no IP block. So, playing <laughs> on the Russian version is not that big of a deal because you don't need to use the VPNs. But, yeah, I think is you guys the, will see. Is the Russian version hmm. uh, open beta or is it, like, closed beta? What it's still beta. early access. Early access. Yeah, it's early access now. Open beta. Okay. Yeah, it'll be open beta on the 8th right now. It's the head start. They called it early access, but it's the head start that BDO had. And you had the 24 hours per uh, mm-hmm. founder's pack, basically. Whoa, does it cost money? No, oh, free. Okay. the the early access was like twenty four hours per founder's pay. Mm-hmm. Oh, did 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 you pay for early access for the Russian version, Matt? Nope, I got in. Nice. All right, you got in. Snuck it in. I like it. All right, I, I I'm I'm eager to try it out. My expectations for Bless are kind of like nothing because it didn't really get any hype in the West. So my expectations, I'm going I'll go with like no expectations, so I could be potentially you know impressed. What about you guys? I'm kind, of, I'm kind of eager to try after I've, I've seen the step R trailers it looks pretty good on you know 60 fps 1080p it looks gorgeous it does look good right. but here's the problem i don't think it's going to come out because they picked aria i think aria's going to drag their feet for as long as they have the license agreement and they're just never going to release it basically yeah that's what i think i i think that aria just i i think that the, the gamigo merger killed any chance that it had of actually happening and i think that aria may have bit off more than they're used to with this I mean, I... oh, I didn't even get to talk about the best part of the Russian version. Okay, hmm. so there's this ridiculous thing that they did with the Korean version where they lock off certain like skill slots on your hotbar and you unlock them over time, right? And they have like passive skills that can go down there and it's just a visual representation, but they're like passive skills, reactive skills, mm-hmm. um, active skills, your ultimate type skill, and then you have another skill that basically defines your role within your class. 
and um, it, it provides all sorts of passives, and it's it basically changes. It can help you change the way you play it, and um, your reactive skills, I think, and some of your active skills were locked at the beginning in the Korean version, and you had to slowly unlock them through the use of different skill books as you uh, leveled up. They would be obtained from different quests at certain like milestones, right? So mm -hmm. in the Russian version, you don't have that. From the very moment you begin, you have all of your skill bars or skill oh, slots yeah. open. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that makes that really useful is by the time you hit like level 15, you have more skills than can fit on your entire hotbar. So. Yeah, holding that that stuff hostage is such a stupid system. I think games should never hold like hockey hot bars and stuff like hostage like that. Seems silly. Reminds me of uh, Star Wars Galaxy, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've I've been enjoying it. So I mean, I don't know if it's something that even like a lot of people are gonna like. It's it's a very specific feel. It's hard to explain. It it it, it caters to a very specific person that kind of wants action combat and a lot of PvP, but it doesn't doesn't want action combat sensibilities. Kind of a different Terra, if you will, in terms of, hmm. like you know how Terra is entirely tab targeting mechanics within an action combat hmm. setting. It, it's kind of the same thing, but different. You know, like the, the same area done a different way. Well, we'll we'll learn more when we do our Sunday Funday video for it. I think that'll be my first time playing it. Uh, I have a question for Gumball. Have we done a weekly raid for tab tar thoughts on tab targeting? Because there seems to be a lot of heated dislike of tab targeted, basically. I think because here's the here's the reason why. All right, I'm telling you, people play Terra and people play Blade and Soul, these two games, and they realize how much fun they have with that combat, and Terra they want to see that in other tab games. targeting to me. Like you're right about Blade and Soul. You're right about BDO. Look, but Blade Terra, and Soul I for played me, Terra like what, a few months ago. Right, you played. It's, okay. it's it's just tab targeting. Come on. Listen, what? I play Blade and Soul, and I realize that combat is so much more fun than a lot of tab targeting. Blade and Soul for me, the combat yeah, was Soul awesome. Fun. Yeah, that that's that's for me. For me, Blade yeah. and Soul was I think more way more engaging than Terra combat. And if I want, but I realize that combat is not going to work in most games. However, like that is like the perfect near perfect combat for an MMORPG, in my opinion. If you can build a game with. Uh, Blade and Soul combat and have like all like a lot of other good stuff around it could be excellent, but I think once you get a taste of that and you like it, it does feel like a downgrade to go back. I have a quick question. Um, I I played Terra like two days ago. Mm -hmm. and I'm playing the uh, Swordsman class, Warrior class. It's not tab targeting, nor does it feel like tab targeting. So, so, so it feels more like BDO and Blade and Soul. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, yeah, I, 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 I never. I never. I got never got that, that feeling from Terra. With Revelation Online, I thought it was obvious, but not with not with Terra. See, Terra has tab targeting mechanics that are well hidden within an action combat. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was very. I thought I never, I never felt the the notion of tab targeting. Like I jump around my enemies. I'm dishing out attacks. I'm. Well, but you can jump you know, around I, and tab not, targeting too. It's not. But what I mean is, I'm not. I, my what I'm targeting is based on where I position the camera. It's not me locking on automatically to an enemy. And I'm still maneuvering around the enemy. It's not like a when I think of tab target, I think of some type of like um, static exchange of blows of attacks, right? Where I'm I'm almost okay, staying wait, in place. Wait, wait, there, in there's a little I mean, bit of maneuvering. Can, can you jump? Can you jump in yeah. someone yeah. and jump back and like dodge attacks? I don't think so. Me too. Uh, you know, honestly, well, you can if your skills support it. In terror. Yeah, I guess I guess that's true because I my secondary skill is a dodge. 
So I would dodge behind enemies in front of them to the side, and, and then you can dodge certain like skill attacks, right? Like those little things on the ground, but like an auto attack or like a spell, I don't think so. I uh, maybe we'll think maybe we'll leave this for now. I, I feel like we're gonna get too deep into like what qualifies right. as action combat. Speaking of, of of action combat and fun experiences, guys, yeah, just a like it is. We are approaching the end of the year, so we do want to think a bit about uh, game of the year or the coveted. MMOs.com Game of the Year Award. This is the very valuable that every publisher is begging us for, right? They're offering to pay us off. But we you mean next round? Well, has, <laughs> has people offered to pay us off, really? No, no, I wish, but no, it'd be uh, funny if they did. But next times are pretty aggressive with like their emails. They send me an email like, here are like our, our games of the year. You know, you should totally pick one of these for the game of the year. Like, it's funny because oh. that's not just Nexon. I used to get like four of those a year. Yeah, they, 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 people, want, people want us to pick their game for game of the year, but... Uh, any any games you guys have in mind that you consider the 2016 game of the year? Let's 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 keep it MMO related, MMORPG related, because I feel like if we say MMO, MMORPG, BDO, MMORPG, game of the year. Yeah. Thoughts, BDO. Aaron, I'll take Aaron to the BDO. I'm, I'm I'm sticking by my guns. Uh, Blade of Soul. Uh, Again, it's you're, right, you're right. Game of the year 2010. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I was I gonna would... say we we argue about this all the time. It's not out in the West, so it doesn't count. But at the same time, it's been out for like five years, four years, whatever in uh, Korea. So this year, I would give it to Black Desert as far as MMORPGs go. Yep. Uh, oh wow, Black Desert was was game of the year in Korea in like a year before that. What are you talking about? Wasn't that in Korea first? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that, that, that's a much I, shorter. I would gap. give it to BDO because it's it's the only game like it and um highest graphical fidelity i'd say and, and it also to me it, it kind of gave me a vision of what mmorpgs can be and that's where I, to me it would, i think it there are, it has too many qualities that point to a future of what more games can be like and so yeah Right. Well, for the record, I'm... Black Desert Online was was in closed beta testing in South Korea in 2013. Right, okay, gonna, okay, fine. You're gonna, if, if you can't beta, count Blade of Soul, yeah, fine. When beta came out, let's see when. Obeda came out probably 2014 then. Because anyways, well, what, what I was yeah. trying to say is, I mean, I I, I want to give Black Desert best combat of the year, but because the mechanics were so mm -hmm. nice, even though they weren't utilized because of the gear grind and the problems with that, but I don't know if I want to give it a. Well, let's, let's think about what MMORPGs came out this year, right? I'll, I'll tell you. Tree of Savior is one of them. You mm -hmm. have uh, Rise of Icarus. There really aren't uh, that many MMORPGs. Most of them you know. suck. Yeah, yes, most of them do suck. So that that kind of limits our choice. It's called here. Game of the Year, not Game of All Time. So I don't know why people get in there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. It's That's called Game in 2016 is, is a combined year. There's only so much that comes out in one year. Especially uh, okay, I'm going to call an edition. All right, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna pull an Altai here and like throw it off a little, right? So, I still think that since we're an MMO site and MMOs constantly evolve, the game of the year should be indicative of the game that grew and became the best game over the course of the year. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. War War mode wins every year, then. Well, I'm mean, fair. Category, I mean, you give us a category where moves improved. I think that's fair. You know. Right. Listen. Listen. But listen. it is War the game, of the, game of the year. Okay, all right. You know what? Most you know improved. What? Most improved. I say Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, I would agree with right. that with the one Tamriel update. All right, guys, listen. I, I want everyone's personal game of the year, not MMOs.com game of the year. I want, I want the Shirelia game of the year. I want the Erhan game of the year. The uh. Sean, mine war mode. Does I don't care that it came out last year. It gets to 2016 as well. All right. In fact, it gets it next year as well. Every year, war mode. That's mine. <laughs> all right. 
I'm laying it down. What about you guys? Like straight up MMO of the year? Like game, yeah, yeah. Game, sure. game of the year. Game, game, game of the year. Not MMO. Game of the year. Pokemon Sun and Moon. <laughs> Alright. I'll say Pokemon no, Go. Let's say MMO, I'll say MMO, Pokemon Go. I don't Pokemon Go. I don't know why Pokemon Go. It's pretty what? pretty meh. I mean it, 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 it created a genre. It, it was so new. It it affected the whole world. Like it didn't create a genre. Yeah, that's true. It didn't create a genre. Come on. What, what genre did it create? No, it kind of did, though, yeah, because did, now though. you have so many options of augmented reality games. Yeah, but Ingress did that first. Apple invented the smartphone, okay? Who cares if there were smartphones before? But they didn't invent the smartphone. I mean, who cares? <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> no, Ingress, literally, Pokemon Go was like Ingress, with like, but with Pokemon. That's it. It's literally the same thing. Yeah, so, no, I didn't. It, so you can't say it, it popularized a genre. It didn't create a genre. Okay, it didn't exist before. It was on the ground. I, guys, I think I, I think we can all agree that War Mode is game of game. Uh, how about you give century. a real answer uh, for 2016 since you're putting everyone else in the spot? How about how about you say right, something so, that's that's runner up then? All right, so all right, let's right, go first off, off of, uh, like, Western. Blade of Soul, 100%. Blade of Soul yeah, is, I think, is my actual game of the year. I think, that, that, given the situation, I'd have to go with Black Desert. Uh, it's not ideal, but given the situation. I think that's okay too, because considering, again, amongst MMORPGs, there your choices are really a handful, you know. And, and Black Desert, <laughs> Rise of Icarus, Tree of Savior, potentially if you want to count, you know, Blade and Soul. There really aren't that many other, you know, generally you know good, what I would give? well received go MMORPGs. Go. You know what I give most fun game of the year? Maybe it's mm -hmm. not game of the year, but most Battle Right. Battle Right was awesome. I, yeah. I had a, I had a yeah, ton of fun, and I, I love the return to simplicity. Too bad Battle Rise is a 2017 game. It's yeah, an early access right now, so we can't access. count it. <laughs> I don't know if that counts or not. I don't think <laughs> we should count early access because it could change dramatically. No, it's, 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 un it's unlikely. It's unlikely, right? But it could change overnight. I think that's such. I hate that though because it's like an excuse for. Wait, if you're counting open beta, for you to hold off criticism. Yeah, yeah. No, if, they, if they're charging money for it specifically, especially, you got to count it. All right, all right. What's what about this? What's how about this is a better question because this is you know we can go on forever about this topic. But what's the worst game of the year? There's too many. There are so many dukers out there. Like okay. I feel like no, there's a specific one, but I worst, can't remember. Worst what game I'm that's about. a real game. Don't give me BS. Like a big release. Worst game that's a real game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was definitely something worse than Trinium. I know that. I can't remember. <laughs> what it is well, Trinium Wars was not a real game, so let's. Yeah, guys, I'll, I'll show you the worst yeah, game of the year right now. I'll show it to you right now. It just came out today, right. actually. I haven't played it, but I know it's the worst. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at look at Gumby's uh like journalistic standards. He hasn't played a game, but he deems it the worst game of the year. I love you know, it. You're, you're going to agree in a second. Hold on. <laughs> it's actually it, it just came out. It's not even under popular new releases for free to play. You know, it's funny though. While he, we're waiting on him, I, I think Writers of Icarus could have easily been my uh, mm -hmm. game of the year if it had played Oops. well. But the combat was just. So awkward and cheap feeling. Well, let's did, see this. Let's did, see Dark War. Let's it, check. It's either this or Thanatos the Dragon Chase or whatever it is. Is that the um, German only one? Russian. I, oh, is it German? Maybe. No, German. this is not fair. This is not fair. You know why? This is literally the same. It's a Chinese browser game they just released on Steam. It's not even like a real like this. This is the, this falls in the Aaron's category of not a real game, right? Yeah, because yeah. then you could start counting Dragon Ball Z online and all these other bullshit. Chinese nonsense games. In fact, this exact game, this exact engine is used in like four different games. The exact game. All right, so your vote's for Crush games. Online. I got you. No worries. Crush Online. Okay, Crush Online is is definitely in the running. But honestly, points for being a little different, 
the concept is a little different. So maybe no. Because it's a little bit different, it's poorly executed, I can't give it the crush line. I'll think of something even the better. Skies. Than- Thanatos uh, that, that game maybe. was pretty bad, too. Thanatos was 2015. Oh, really? All right, never mind then. Guys, so bad. Let's see what else we got that's awful. I enjoyed yeah. Time of Dragons for like. What was the. Uh, the mm-hmm. Yeah, time. <laughs> what, what's the best controversy of the year? Best mm. Kickstarter of the year. I would give it easily <laughs> to. Um, yeah, just I would say the best controversy was what's it called? Suing 100 people on Steam. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Dead. Digital Homicide, I think so. Digital yeah. Homicide. You guys will go down in history. Oh my god, the hilarious forgot. thing about that was the remember Erhan showed off the actual docket in the like the law case, like the actual complaint, right? Yeah. It says John Doe as like ex Ninja Killer 69. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Like yeah, it, it, it literally sued like John Doe as represented by his Steam username <laughs> X Joe Killer 69 Big Dick 79. You know, like it listed <laughs> everyone's Steam usernames and said that they were being sued and it appeared in a legal filing. It's like oh, this is fun. The the, the, the peak of insanity everyone wants us to say no man's sky but i really think the digital homicide thing was more ridiculous no man's sky was more like the most dishonest thing of the year maybe i guess maybe. i don't know how to, i don't know how to word that because how about, how about worst kickstarter biggest disappointment biggest disappointment tos true saver oh because it has so much hype there's it's one of the few well, things that's that why i said disappointment not, not just worst game just disappointment. But, yeah. it was, it, it yeah, was due so, for yeah. disappointment from the beginning Pokemon oh. too, though. Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go as well. Awesome. Pokemon Go, yes. I think, was pretty. What you, you guys are such haters in the afternoon. I'm still playing no. Pokemon Go. But Pokemon Go is huge still. I don't know. Like, True Saver is not listen. huge anymore. It died. Here's the thing. I want to say I actually spent like ten bucks on Pokemon Go, right? Because like I was inconvenienced. I wanted to get more inventory space. I'm the kind of guy that plays free to play games and doesn't spend a penny. I am the cheap ass that all the whales are supporting. You know, I play games like you know even League of Legends for like five years, six years, and I don't spend a penny. But in most like MMORPGs, I don't spend a penny, right? But in MapleStar, I haven't spent a penny. But in in Pokemon Go, in the first week, I played like nonstop, and I spent money the first week. So I was hype. Okay, well, I had you call the hype. bullshit on your disappointment already. You just you just contradict yourself. Why? You play nonstop for the first. If you get a nonstop week of enjoyment out of Pokemon Go, you cannot call it a huge disappointment. Come on. Because no, it is because as soon as you scratch the surface, there's nothing there. And I was keep. I, I, I thought maybe I, I was, was missing something. There's oh nothing there. No, not only that, they took away from it, which is my problem with it. It wasn't I feel like that... it's just in vogue to hate. Well, it, no. it, it wasn't. It, for for me, it wasn't the fact that there was nothing else to do. It was the fact that they took away what little there was to do already. Like I had, I had fun hunting Pokemon down. You know, you you know, you you end up paying into this game, you know, supporting them, mm-hmm. and then they take out the systems that make the game playable. You know, the, what's what's fun about random? You, you know, what was fun about the game was like. You look on your on your radar. You're like, oh damn, that is a silhouette of like a rare Pokemon. I'm gonna hunt that shit, right? You can't even yeah, do that. Was... You you can't do it. They, they took it out. So like, pretty much your entire gameplay was let me run around like a retard and like hopefully I, you know, maybe they just wanted to make it like the real Pokemon game. Okay, I mean, they they, they could have done a lot with the whole hunting Pokemon thing. Yeah. Like beyond just like they could have like it could have been like a really cool thing if they expanded on it too. But they did take it away, which felt kind of weird. But I feel like they took it away because of performance reasons. And that their service couldn't handle the, the 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 popularity or something. But you think they'd bring it back now that like they got yeah, maybe they had time to excuse. get their shit together. Not an excuse, yeah. you know. Like you know, they, yeah, they they made how much money, you know? It was everywhere. Like oh, they made this much money. You telling me like they can't like you know get some help from like Amazon or Google or some shit, you know? Like 
Guys, guys, guys. I have the definitive worst game of the year. Definitive, and I think you guys will agree with me. Right. As a real game, too. Real game. It's not a Chinese browser game, either. It's a real real product. Take a look, boys. A Reworld. Oh, yeah. The $55 buy-to-play Arab-developed MMORPG. I mean, it looks I don't like know. some ghetto. Their audience is I uh, Arab sheiks. You know, for them, $55 is like, you know, five cents. So, Yeah, but like, what is this? It looks like... It's supposed play? to be educational. Yeah, an education on not spending $55 on shitty games, right? After you buy the game, you get your education right away. Here's the best graph of all time, by the way. I've never seen a game flatline like this. At zero from the beginning? Yeah, look at that. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> it, literally, it literally peaks at like one person. It peaks, peaks at two. Peaks at <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's pretty hilarious. Oh, this is that one game on, on Steam. Yeah, there's a buy to play Arab developed and more Arab developed and more PGs. One of the only Arab developed and more PGs, but nobody, nobody played it. Five dollars. Right? Does it come with a hand job? <laughs> come on. It's like even Black Desert was like, what, 30 or 20 at launch? 30? I forget. Was it 20 or 30? 30. No. This trailer, though. I think. Yeah, it looks pretty duped here. <laughs> all right, enough, enough of the game of the year. I think, I think we can all just finally agree that. War mode wins every year, and that way we don't have to think about it. All right, next year we give it to War mode too. When was the last time you played War mode? I actually I was itching to play it like earlier today, but I didn't. You know, what? interested. Just, I, when I, was the last time you played it? All right, here's the thing. I tried to play. Like, no, 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 I tried okay, to play. Hold the on. The servers were down. I couldn't play. Okay, hold on. You didn't ask the question. Let's do this. What? Steam says that you have not played in the past two weeks. Your opinion oh. is immediately I tried playing. It didn't work. Okay? The servers were down. All right? They took it away from me. Servers were down possibly for only a few hours. That's also, also, I want you to know that I, I've been overseas. That's another reason I couldn't play. All right? What are you talking about? The servers are probably over there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're probably right. I'm probably, close. I'm probably closer to the real servers over here. I'll get lower ping. <laughs> All right, boys, I want to move the discussion to some chat clients, okay? Two points here. Let's do it. One, have you guys been getting Skype spam links lately? Especially the past two yes. weeks? Okay. Yeah. No. I'm, Are you talking I, about from um, the Baidu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How hard do you judge people that, that you get one from? <laughs> so I've gotten, hard. I've gotten I from like two my... two-factor authentication. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full disclosure, Matt was a victim of this uh, yep. Baidu referral links or whatever they were. All right, I think we've all had moments where cringe like that. Okay, I've had my WoW account, WoW account, WoW account jacked when I downloaded a pirated version of Warcraft Three. All right, so I, I can't. I'm not. I don't excuse. That's the only time I've ever been like what was hijacked a hack? like that. It wasn't a. It wasn't a exploit or a virus. Somebody hacked into like uh, Microsoft and. No, no, no. They they must have taken it some other way. I, I I don't believe that all those passwords got. Otherwise, everyone would have gotten hacked then. So. I actually clicked one of those links someone sent me, right? Those those auto links. Yeah. And here's what I got. I got a fake Forbes site. I'm showing on stream. Stephen Hawkins predicts this pill will change everything. We can now access 100% of the brain. <laughs> so wow, it's, it's like that movie. Look yeah. at this. So basically, they're trying to sell you pills that make you super smart. Effortlessly right. boosts IQ. Why isn't it a keylogger? <laughs> why would why would they do this? They're trying to sell you some pills, all right? You know you can solve this, guys. Get an antivirus. Yeah, I, I, I don't run an antivirus, all right? That shit slows me down. All right? I have not run antivirus in like five years. I'm go I, I, I go I go in raw, boys. I go in, we go in raw. This is crazy. They wrote a lot of nonsense here. 
But yeah, <laughs> but I've received so many of those links from like random people I never talked to. Like it just wait. So did you just click on one of the Baidu links? Yeah. But just, why? Just, click, just clicking on it itself, I don't think is an issue. It, it because it just it's trying to sell you some pills. In before in, in before Aaron sends me a Baidu link now too, and we'll find out. <laughs> but so far, so far he's clean. Intelligent yeah, I, has been proven to increase IQ scores by seventy-seven percent. Any time, the spam campaign when that Limitless movie came out, it would, it would have done better, all right? Because it would be in, fresh in their minds. Huh? Huh? Well, yeah. All right. Next uh, chat client on the roll here, Curse mm. by uh, which was bought up by Twitch. Yeah, it's Twitch now. It beat Discord to video calls. That's so like sad for for Twitch, for, for, Discord. Not for Twitch for Discord. for Discord, Discord. Yeah, they they had such a big like leap on on Curse and all these other gaming chat clients, and it's just weird to see that. It's sad to see that Discord dropped the ball on that. Yeah, we we're, we're do... team Discord here usually, but honestly, this is gonna make us want to try Curse now. I do at least for the purpose today, of this podcast. Yeah, I tweeted at Discord once I heard the Curse news, and they did say that video calls are in the cards to say. So they flipped over their tarot card and they saw that they're going to have video in the cards. Is it happening or is it not happening? Don't tell me it's in the cards. Well, then it's happening. When? I don't know. All right. In very, very serious discussion. How does everybody feel about Haribo Happy Colas? I'm showing it on stream right now. All right. On my webcam. Thoughts? I don't like them. Too close to Harambe. Too close to Harambe? Have you ever had these? Those are cavities in a box. They are cavities in the box. They're going to get stuck in the back of my teeth. I yeah, have but a permanent retainer, so I can't have those. Oh, my God. Shoe and Matt, somebody somebody help me out of here. Back. You ever had these? I mean, I I have, like, all the Japanese snacks, so. Oh, my oh, God. All right. Matt, Matt, you're my last hope. Have you ever had these? I don't remember. I, I had them. I had them before. I think I just, I've had them. I don't them. think they're and that then... good. All right. All right. I, I, I like them a lot. I think that was mediocre for me. Omer, when I come visit, I'll bring you like a bunch of Japanese candies. All right. I mean, I've had I've had my share of Japanese candy too, because you know we we have Japanese supermarkets nearby, and there's there's some good stuff there. But I like gummy Guys, candy, and hmm. I have fucking seven hundred litons. This is there's an infestation going on there, show. <laughs> you must you must call them. It's so bad. You know what's crazy? I just realized hmm. the um, uh, ESO is oh. adding housing, and it would have been it would have been perfect to talk about this during our housing segment. We did. Yeah, oh, I brought oh, it up. Okay, JK. Right towards the end, before we transitioned out, I said there's like two thousand different, you know, housing stuff, like four different distinct styles. So we covered it. We covered it. All right, all right. Oh, that's the wrong one. Oops. Yeah, we need a Sunday right. Funday schedule, boys. I, I want you guys to try ESO as well. All right, that, that, that's on the platter as well. You all right, so you gotta do threes. Uh, Overwatch threes. I want to um, U-turn back to. Red Fox, or not Red Fox, Black Desert for a second. I All gave right. it away. Right. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, so I want to debate Omer's definition of Red Fox as a uh, MMO necromancer because they're bringing Black Desert to South America. Oh. All right, so, <sighs> chat, do you think that their MMO necromancer is forever gone because they're bringing Black Desert to no, South they, America? They, they they put some points into another class, right? They're multi-class. It's not, it's not even that they put it's points to level. another class. It's like... They, they stole like some other classes like a, a spell, all right? They they use spell steal because like it's not even like a new game. They're just like they just they're just publishing it in a region, all right? The game existed elsewhere. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. Yeah. 
It's not, it's nothing new, all right? If they brought something new, I I I, I you know they're not just a necromancer. I still maintain that Red Fox Games is still a necromancer. Look at the games they have. Like every game they have is well, like. Well, it took a lot of them game. off the hands of uh, what is games it? Campus. Uh, games Campus, which the people that worked that started Red Fox had worked. Guys, at. that has to be like yeah. a, a best of the year category, best MMO necromancer of 2016. <laughs> no, it, it's either Super Games or it's Red Fox. There's really nothing else. I'm gonna say it's Steam. Steam has been a very, very vibrant platform this year for a lot of really old well, and dookie. Uh, yeah, Dark games. Eden is on Steam now. Dark Eden is on Steam. Night Online Over 10 years out. old. Mm-hmm. A lot, dude, Night Online is so popular on Steam. We talk some shit about older games. You look at Night Online, it's got over 1,000 players on Steam. 24 hour peak of like, 3,500. 3,500. That's insane. You know, you, know what the, you know what the most hilarious necromancer, though, is if you go to supergames.com, maybe you can show it on Steam, that logo, like the second you go on their home, on their, it, it, it asks you to follow them on Facebook or something, like that robot, how cringy does that robot look? Their, their icon, their mascot is awful. Oh, it reminds me of the paperclip. Yeah, it, it's is so this bad. New? How long have they had this robot? They've had that robot forever. But just look Super at the games? caliber of games on Super mm-hmm. Games. Just look at it for a moment. Like, Bounty Hounds and nobody like I was is Divine Souls still on here or is that oh, even Divine Souls is still on here like nobody plays this game like the game is so empty I remember when I played this one it was first published by I believe Outspark was a first and Outspark they, they they first did they were they were best known for Fiesta but I think they got bought out or they shut down or something but nobody played this on the original when it first launched in America why is anybody gonna play it now they're not spoilers. Yo, they have a browser game for Garia. You know, Luna Online is actually still pretty popular in other regions. Luna? Eh, could be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Blue Land in other regions. You know why? Look at the look at that thumbnail for Luna Online on Super Games homepage. You got the giant giant boobs and the upskirt, huh? I could click on that. Oh, Fragoria. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that as well. But like Ace Online is like the only, I think their most popular game, if I probably maybe Dream of Mirror Online on this list, if I had to guess, even though that's not, you know, particularly huge either. But yeah, they're, this this and Red Fox are the Necromancers of the year, right? They definitely get that award. I think the only game Red Fox has that they didn't just directly take from Games Campus would be Legendaries. Cloud Nine. And Cloud Nine. They, they, they took Cloud Nine from um, Net, Net game. game. Yep. I think. Um... I think RF Online is still doing really well, though. And Really? Um, really? No way. Look at, look at the forums. There's no way you're going to have 3,000 posts on a... Like, 3,000 topics on a forum within that time. Eh, I guess. But this game has been consistently running. At, at no point was it permanently shut down. So, again, this is probably one of Red Fox's more like successful games. And then Nine Dragons though- looks like it's doing well pretty... Or not as well, but still pretty well. But also surprising, Nine Dragons, I believe, also didn't shut down either. It was always available through the developer or a different company. Like this game was mega supported by the developer, CCR. At no point was this game like shut down. It was always it changed publisher to publisher, but it never shut down. It was always going. So there was enough demand for it somewhere somehow to keep the developer in business. And they 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 registered the trademark RF Online too. So maybe we'll get a second RF Online. Who knows? It'll be a mobile game. <laughs> It could be. But bonus points, anyone that knows what RF stands for. Go. Anyone? Rising Force. Yes. Yeah. Rising Force Online. 
Nice try, Omer. You you really thought you were gonna stump everyone, Mac. All right, all right, all right. For the record, for the record, Gubby, did you know the answer? Hell no, I didn't know the answer. Uh, there we go. I, 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 I was answer. totally stumped. I actually played that game. Did you really? Yeah, I did. I mean, me and my mom played it a lot. Wow. I played it when it was a subscription a game. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's a freaking potion masher. It's like you just buy like a bunch of potions and you just smash them on cooldown. That's how you play. And, 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 and the cooldown is no like cool none, down? by the way. Yeah, there you go. Good old days of potion mashing. Good times. Uh, I remember being really depressed because I got in and the moment I got in, someone already had a mech and I'm sitting there like, when do I get a mech? And somebody goes, like, max level and I start grinding and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it only gets fun 5,000 hours in, just like uh, here online, right? Yo, guys. <laughs> that was the best comment, I think. Speaking of, uh, speaking of some mechromancers, you know what game still will refuse to die? Hellgate what? London is coming back again. Really? Hellgate London is good. I will stick by that. <laughs> no, I played it. Listen. I played it. I Hellgate I Resurrection it. was not Hellgate London. Okay, Hellgate Resurrection had a terrible business model that was made by its uh, Korean develop Korean overtaker. I, I don't. I don't. Whatever. Um, Overlord. The when Hanbitsoft bought both Mythos mm -hmm. and. Uh, Hellgate London from Flagship. They redid the entire business model, and the new business model was crap. It had a subscription at one point, and it had like all that whole golden ticket system. It had a bunch of stuff that just was disaster, right? <laughs> Back when it was just a subscription game, it was much better. Because um, it, it, it has fun gameplay from the very beginning, but like back when it was a subscription game, it didn't have any of the annoyances, and it was mm -hmm. a fun as hell. Uh, Diablo shooter, basically. Ooh. Diablo shooter. I mean, I think the impressive. This game just refuses shooter. to go away. It, it keeps coming out of hell, all right? It keeps mm -hmm. tearing open the portal out of hell and refusing to fall down. Well, well you know what it means when p games keep coming back, right? That they're actually good. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, they're just stubborn. Doesn't necessarily mean they're... If that, <laughs> Okay, generally, but, pretty good games don't always don't die. Why are you personifying like, the game? It's the community that's bringing it back. There are enough fans that there are two Hellgate projects. One of them but, is a private listen, server, and one of them is a whole new game. Matt, Matt, games like older games that have like core player bases, like Fiesta, like that game has been around forever, and it's not. It has not. It's not. It has never shut down. Even Nine Dragons hasn't shut down, and you have like uh, even RF Online. These are games that are like you know not mainstream, but like. They have a big enough core player base that they have supported them over all these years. Whereas Hellgate has died so many times, and somebody else keeps thinking they can they can make it's it work. It's only died but... twice. That's died more. One... That's too many. It died once under the original publisher, which went bank or original developer and publisher, which went bankrupt. And then Handbitsoft. And and then Handbitsoft, yeah. which uh, it put in a crappy business model that destroyed the entire game. I guess that's more times than I've died. There you go. That's more times than we've died. All right, guys. I wanna I wanna bring up Remo's shitty idea of the week. All right, you guys gave me a thumbs down last week. Maybe Let's this week it. will be a good idea. All right. All right. Listen, listen. It's it, it's not a practical idea. It's just maybe an idea, food for thought. All right. It takes permadeath to the next level. All right. So you make it. You buy a game, right? An MMORPG, let's say. And what you have to enter your social security number. That way, in you know your identity is kind of locked in with your game. And when you die, no, you, you you're. Deleted. It's permadeath. You can never why register not, again. Why not just make Soren online at that point? <laughs> but uh, you know, we don't have technology. Shoot, we don't have the technology yet. But listen, if you put your social, <laughs> each social security number can only register once. That way, you, you know, link you, your phone number. Yeah, you can I, get multiple phone numbers and digital phone number. number. Come on. Why they do it in Korea? And there's no big deal. 
They're well, different. Be, they're not the same number. by the government there. Yeah, but but phone numbers are too easy to manipulate, and it would destroy the purpose because you can just get virtual phone numbers, Google Voice numbers. Phone numbers could work too if if it, it could work, but I think Social Security would, would make it like top keck. So imagine like uh, you, you it's it's not only permadeath. It's like literally. It would add so much meaning to your character. I'm not saying it should be hardcore where like you can get PK'd everywhere, right? It doesn't even have to be. You can even have a PvE server, right? And no PvP at all. Or just consensual PvP. But wouldn't that be cool? Like if if it's all the PvP's duels, right? No open world PvP. It's like a duel, like a like a real duel. Yeah. Like when you down challenge by the river, someone to a duel down by the river and, and shit. Yeah, the whole server's like, oh shit, Rebo just picked a fight with, you know, Shirelia. They're gonna they're gonna duke it out. Like and you're two big dicks in the server, right? And all of a sudden sail across the, the river gonna go duel in Jersey. Yeah. You know? Wouldn't that be badass? Where like <laughs> your character death had a meaning, and again, I'm not saying it should be hardcore that you get peek in anywhere you want. They go, like it doesn't have to have that, those elements either, but just like some kind of meaning to your character, where like everything is, every decision you make is important. This would only work. It's not the hardcore. This would only work. If you scam, if you scam people, everyone will know you're a scammer. Yeah, because you only have one character. There's no name changes, none of that nonsense. This would only work. Okay, in... if we're putting in our social security numbers, then when we scam people, why not give them our home address so they can come beat the shit out of no, us? No, 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 no. Only the server knows. <laughs> no, only the admins know you're, you know, to verify. No other player gets to see your shit. This is a virtual, virtual, uh, virtual persona, pretty much. But, think. but but think of the impact it would have. Every decision you make on your character, the things, like, you you play the game so much more differently. And I feel like all the small things would have more meaning. You know, in, in the game world, like, what do you got, like, even if you max out your trade skills, like, you feel like you have something, you know, like, this is my character, there's only one of me, if I die, like, this is all lost. Trade <laughs> skills have more meaning when, like, it could be lost. It, it would just make your, I feel like, I would have more fun in a game like that, where if, it, like, obviously you can impose these limitations artificially, but I think it'd be Omer. a very cool experience. Omer, 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 Omer with have... how much you... <laughs> Omer, you gotta have, like, resurrection, but it has to be, like, within, like, five minutes. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 but you <laughs> You have, like, you have like the priest, the priest standing there. He's like, he's like, hey man, can you resume, please? He's like, I don't know, man. Maybe for like two million, you know? Can you tell me? This is a lousy idea. With all this search for meaning, are, are you sure you're not like just reflecting your real life on the games? <laughs> no, I, I think it'd be a lot of fun. That's all I'm saying. I, I think, I think. I'd have a lot of fun in a game like just, that. Just, what did you do about lag, though? Like, what if you DC'd and like, you're fucked. dead, you know? Oh, it would only work in a Too game bad. like Rust or Ark, where, well, let's say a, a round takes, like, let's say a week or something, or a day. And it no, no, I, uh, no, I want more persistence. Even, like, in an MRP, like, even Final Fantasy XIV. Like, imagine Final Fantasy XIV, if you just die, if it's chucked up to your social security number, if you die once, well, you're dead. Well, it's called dead. a hardcore character, like Diablo 3 or something. No, but that's, but it, it doesn't, because if you, you, a hardcore character becomes a non-hardcore character, you keep playing, like, who cares? The fact that you have one life and it's like it's t you can't even buy the game again. Like, that, obviously, that, makes that, no that, sense. That's like, whoa, imagine I'm in like I'm playing a fantasy game like a spaceship. Well, yeah, yeah, whoa. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's just not bullshit. a practical idea. It's I admit, it's not pr yeah, but I agree. It's nothing. It's not a practical idea. I just think it'd be cool if we ever have an experience like that. That's like, like I think Matt brought up the you idea know, of you know a world ending. It'd be really cool. Huh? Like, imagine a, a Zelda game, but it's a three-day timer and you got to keep resetting the game. Oh wait, that's, that's an awful no. idea. <laughs> no, that, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be rushed. No, but, uh, come on. Oh, hold on. Oh, I, I haven't heard from Gumby or Shu yet. Well, Shu has been kind of commenting oh, in the background. Gumby, Gumby, what do you think? As be an honest. experience, be honest. Forget the. No, I don't want you to judge the business. Just merit. be honest. Judge on the playability, not, not the business model. And funness. I would never play that game. Boom. Really? Boosh. You want to try it? There's no intrigue, no pull. Why? I don't see how it adds that much more weight than just playing a hardcore character. 
Because because your horror character becomes a non horror character and you keep playing. There's no but, like. What are you talking about? Diablo's not like that, is it? Yeah, it is. Diablo three is like that. I, I remember in Diablo three when I died, I was dead forever. No, I'm pretty sure it's because non horror. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah Diablo three is gone that. forever. Path of Exile. <laughs> okay, here, here. Why bother? Just get rid of that that part where it becomes a, a regular character. Done. Boom. Zam. Yeah, I already got your idea. But th but those players exist in a world with non-hardcore characters too. Listen, if yeah. I want to play a game where I die once and never come back, I'll just enjoy real life. I was gonna say, Omar, there's already a game uh, where okay. you can work on your trade skills and then you know like challenge people to duels. And if you die, you're gone. Well, you can't challenge people to duels, all right? You can. Just go fight. Yeah, Hamilton, uh, Omar, bro, you want to one v one duel me? No, you can't. Omar, I'm gonna explain this really easily to you, okay? I already don't play enough games. I am not going to buy a game where they intentionally tell me that when I'm dead, I'm dead. <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, sure, sure. Back me up. Any chance you'd be interested in a game like that? I'd play it. There you go. I got one person. I got oh, one. Also, the moment that a game asks me for my social security number is the moment that I use the Better Business Bureau for the first time. The Better Business Bureau <laughs> is not a legitimate organization, all right? It's nothing. It's... Uh, people, I, I want to lay the foundation here because the Better Business Bureau is just a... It's Isn't like a it Yelp, just... right? It's yeah, a Yelp. Yeah, it's a yeah, company. Yeah, it's like, have you used the Better Business Bureau before you sign up for the game? No. So why would you do it after the fact? It doesn't change anything. They're useless. The BPB is nothing. <laughs> there, I, I think it would be really... I would, I would love to play a game like that. I know it's never going to happen, and it's a pie-in-the-sky thing, but like, it's almost like... It'd be such a unique and interesting experience where every decision matters, and it would just feel so badass to be like, "Yo, duel me!" And, and it, you know what? You know what happened? If he spent like a thousand hours on his character, he'd be like, "He'd pussy out," you know. Most of the time, if you challenge him to duel, why don't you? Pussy you out. can make this realistic really easily by just doing what I said with like a a daily tournament where you just you're out when you die, like because if it's just it's like not, the survival just, of the fittest they, 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 in arc, but like just a bigger scale. It doesn't have the same weight then because it's not persistent. I'll, well, I'll, I have a better I'll idea. Invest. How about this game comes with a gun, you mount it to your monitor, and as soon as you die in the game, it just <laughs> no. shoots you in the face. No! Well, no one wants to die in real life. That's, that's even different. more weight. Okay. No one wants to die in a game no. either and then not be able to play again. Nobody wants that either. Okay, Omer, Omer, let's say that on average, like, you get to that raid boss that wipes your party by, like, the first month, you know? Nobody is going to be playing that game after the first month. They're all dead. No, because no, what they would they would they would do the raid very slowly, right? They would be the extra cautious. They'd send like like and it, also the raid could be designed in a way that like there's an out, like you could try you, you could send one guy to scout it out. Oh, okay, or, like, but then you're you don't run away before you experience. die. Then you're cheapening the experience by making it artificially easier based on. No, the no, fact it's not easier. It's not down. easier. No, no, it gives you an out to maybe run away or do something else. It can still be very difficult. I'm just saying, but, you but can set up so that it's never unfair. Giving you an out at all cheapens the experience. No, 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 no. Don't you think there's something fun in playing games and dying? Like, I feel like some of my most memorable memorable moments in any game are when I lose, not okay. when I win. <laughs> that reminds me, one of my most memorable moments dying is in Terra. I, all right. Uh, yeah, so Terra, around level 20, I'm sitting here like, okay, this has been all right so far. You know, like, back when it was a pay-to-play game and bams were actually hard. Um... So th this is actually kind of like pretty easy. It's like we're floating through it, you know, and Kat and I uh, get to the first like major non like obvious BAM, you know, the giant like, as she called them, pine cones, you know, the spider like things that extend their legs and they still have the thing that reaches up into the sky, but their legs come apart and they're not pine cones anymore. Anyways, we go up and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to attack this thing. And I start attacking it, right? 
and um, Cat's range, so she's sitting back there, mm-hmm. just like, okay, Matt, I don't think we can do this. I don't think we can do this. And I'm like, I can do this. And then I get hit really hard, and I have like no health left. So I'm playing a Lancer, so I'm like, okay, I can still do this. I will survive. And like, I put up my shield, and the moment I said, I'm going to do this, the thing drops on me, AOEs, and kills me instantly. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And that, that's one of my most memorable moments in all of MMORPGs because it was just so, like, defeating, but it was hilarious at the same time. Yep. Be, be defeating oh, is... I, th- oh, I, think, I, think, I, think the, I think the, the council's voted, and uh, you are 0 for 2. All right, all right. I got, I, got, I got one... No, listen, listen. I got one thumbs up from Shu, I think. Well, 0 for 2, like, for the weeks, not... Okay, sure, sure. If you go over three, last, time, last time I got all thumbs down. Last week I got all thumbs down. All right. Are you getting we better? You're getting better. Get two keep, keep go, yeah, maybe maybe next week. I'm still surprised that you know <clears throat> everyone. I'm still surprised all three of you gave me a thumbs down. I I really genuinely think this would be an awesome experience. But eh, that's just you know maybe I have it different in my head than I explained <laughs> it very well. Maybe who knows? But I just think it'd be cool. Have that that level of meaning and something. Debbie, Debbie, you, know, you know what it sounds like? You know, those like juvenile ideas were like, whoa, if I get hit in the game, I get like shocked in real life. Wouldn't that be cool? No, no, no. it wouldn't be cool. It'd be retarded. I don't want to be shocked in real life. No, that's, why, that's why I didn't say that. It There's sounds no like it, it, it's, it's a similarly stupid concept. No. You I, just, I think you, I, yeah, yeah, I think you place idea. too that's much value on, on the forced notion that you have to have an experience within a certain amount of time. Like it, the, the whole concept that you can die and come back allows experiences to happen organically otherwise with what limited time that you're perceiving that you have you're going to try to force a lot more enjoyment out of it and you're going to try and force yourself to experience all this content before you die and um it's it's not really something that's gonna work in practice because it sounds fine right but Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it people are going to perceive it in a way where they're going to have to rush but rushing kills you therefore it's 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 hard to explain. Like I agree, exactly practice doesn't make work. sense. I agree, practice in sense. It's it's not going to be a good business. It wouldn't get like funding or anything. This would never happen. Okay, I, I admit that freely. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I just think it'd be an awesome experience that I would love to live through, some way somehow. All right, think think sort of online, <laughs> but without the death. You just get like banned from the game. And I'm I'm convinced that you're going to look back on it and go, why the fuck did I think this was a good idea? Listen, it's <laughs> yo, it's going to be a. You're going to die to a pouring. And you're gonna be really pissed. I would not fight that pouring. I would fight that pouring only when I get a million. If I have a stack of potions on me, right? I'd have a hundred potions on me before I fight that pouring. I'll do my research, right? I'll read the guides. I'll ask some guys like, "Can I take that pouring?" (laughs) I'll get a full party, you know. It'd be be cool, you know. One step at a time. Oh God. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But yes, again. All right, right, we can we 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 can move on. I just think it'd be neat. Well, speaking of old games. All right, go ahead. One last thing. Speaking of old games, we brought up uh, you know, some of the old games that are launching on Steam. We had uh, Dark Eden, which launched there. Oh, we talked about these MMO Necromancers. Fly for Fun, boys. Fly for Fun is getting a brand new server. Can you believe that? What? Wait, what? Fly yeah. for Fun is launching a new server, a Euro- new European server on December 6th. <laughs> so it already happened yesterday. Just like a reset so server? Or... Just happened today. Yeah. Today. This is America. It, this is America. Fine. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it got a new server, and well, hold on, this is this, this is America, but this is a European server. So actually, it was yesterday, European time, all right. But, but anyways, yeah. So basically, what happened is when WebSend took over, they uh, had a spike in European population. 
But the, the Webzen has been running the show for Flight for Fun for a long time now, so it's not just suddenly new. It's just weird to see that now we're getting a new server after all this time. So people are still playing Flight for Fun. It's an oldie, but like this game is also another example of an MMORPG, an older MMORPG that ran consistently and it never shut down. What, this, no. this, when I first played it years ago, right? It immediately stood mm-hmm. out from so much of the other Korean like grinders like here online. Like this is Fly yeah. for Fun. It came around the same time, by the way, two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. Fly for Fun had something behind it. Like I can see why this got <laughs> big. I, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody today, right? Obviously. Yeah. But for its era, this this for those kind of games, this was the best. I, I'd say. 3D early. It's more memorable. Play, it's more MMORPG. memorable than Hero Online. Hundred uh, percent. Give, give me, give me, a, give me, a, give me another. That you would like better than, give me another game that came out that genre that that era free to play 3D. Uh, that, that right 3D. Let me think. I gotta think. Domo. Okay. I, didn't, uh, I, 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 I thought think, Flife was better than Domo. I don't think Domo was very memorable. It was a little more like convoluted. There, was, there might have been more going on with Domo, but it was it was not like intuitive, which is why I think Domo shut down for a while and then not relaunched. Um, yes, you know, that's an but first of all, by definition, anything that's published on Super Games cannot be a good, cannot be a, like a, a good game. I'm sorry, if it's on Super Games, it's 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 in the pile of shit category. All right, I'm sorry, it's, been, it's 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 at the rejects. You know, what's memorable that wasn't actually all that great. Hmm. I think it's Sensha. I remember you know, Sensha. the trading the graphic yeah, yeah. style. The graphic style was amazing. The, like the whole trading aspect, it was pretty memorable, but it didn't do well. No, it didn't. no, and. It wasn't even that. It didn't even do well in China. The, the, that that company is Chang Yu is one that dominated China and still dominates. It still makes like hundred million dollars plus a year in China. But Zensha, it they they really tried pushing in the West, <laughs> but no dice. Yes, they they moved on and did I think a lot of similar concepts in. Uh, fuck Duke of Mount Deer. That's it. I think yeah. a lot of similar concepts are there. They even have fishing, so Sean would love that. I like fishing. <laughs> Yo, she brought uh, Prison Tale. Shoot, did you play Prison Tale? <laughs> like a little bit. They came out 2001, all right? That was old. That's like, <laughs> holy crap, old. I never. I got played Prison Tale 2 before I realized that it wasn't even out in America. It was European. Hmm. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Prison Tale 2, like, shut down, but Prison Tale 1 kept going. It's one of those, yeah. Of course, it's by Super Games. So every- <laughs> what about Travia? Speaking of old school ARPGs, what about Travia? And then Travia 2, and then Erebus, Travia Reborn. Travia Reborn, yeah, yeah. Is Travia still around? I don't think so. Or is it finally dead? Is it finally nailed in the coffin? I think it's dead here. Okay. Good. It's It was not a... I, I, I'm pretty sure it's dead anywhere. Also, speaking of ARPGs, I just want to bring this up because this shocked me, and I actually didn't know this. So, uh, I, I'm sure some of you guys remember Cronus launched here to, like basically no reception at all i mean it it was it was an old school diablo-like game that had ugly graphics even when it came out in like 2007 and it it just it went nowhere before being taken over as a global thing by its well it actually got taken over as a global thing by the uh japanese publisher is now published in korea well it is celebrating its 14th year online this month it has been running continuously since 2002. Like, look how duke wow. these graphics look. Look how all, and this is a perfect example of a game like uh, Hero Online, which we did this, we, just, we did the Sunday Funday video for. This looks like Hero Online slash Legend of Ares. This actually looks actually this looks this looks almost identical with Legend of Ares. Holy crap! 
Pokemon, this, just, is, this it, is three years older than. Um, hold on, hold on. Is this? Are you? Sh is this not Legend of Aries? No, it's not. Okay, no, no, no it's not. Look, interface is different, but so there's add in the way. Mm -hmm. But beyond the interface, just walking and the eyes on the ground and attacking looked exact. And the map looks so similar to Legend of Aries. It's because when you're walking, it's, it's trotting. For, for Legend of Aries part. is similar, top down too. Over it's the very, shoulder. But, uh, very much, yeah. But yeah, it's it's 14 years old, and it just shocked me that it's been around for that long, especially with like how little impact it had here. Mm -hmm. Well, trip down memory lane. All right, we've been Indeed. running we've been running pretty late this time. If anyone's got any final words, All right, no problem. Uh, we're Sorry for the technical difficulties earlier. Uh, it was an odd experience. Pyro went out, and luckily it was only only once. All right, sounds good. Um, we shall see you guys uh, next week. And uh, if, you're we'll around, yeah, if, you're, if you're on Twitch, you will keep hearing us in the post game. Well, what's Sunday fun day? <coughs> uh, Maple Story. Yeah, it's it's Maple Story, and I am going to force you guys to get to the fifth job just to show off that during Sunday. Oh, okay, also, nice. Let's pick what we want to do for this. Do we want to do? Um... Do we want to start at a certain level, or do you want to just like start new, and then just see how far we get, like in an hour? I'm saying fifth job by Sunday. No. Uh, the only problem is, uh, I'm uh, getting, we'll just, we're getting we'll back. We'll on. decide this. We'll decide this in um in the after time. All right. After so. Time. so take care, guys. Peace. Later Peace. for you too. Yeah.